Happy, Happy New Year! Year. <laughs> 20, 2022. My goodness. Yes. We're in the we, future. We made it. <laughs> Just, we crawled across <laughs> the finish line out of 2021. Oh, uh, man, what a year. What a year. A lot of turbulence. Ups, downs, lefts, rights. Just all <laughs> over the place. Upside down and inside out. Uh, yep. But if one good thing came out of it, it was this show. Yes. We finally pulled the trigger and <laughs> made the show. <laughs> Did it. Maybe this will be the year we get we get big. This is, I, get, I got a feeling in my bones. <laughs> There's going to be like some crazy fat cat corporate guy knocks down the door one day. He's like, have I got a job offer for you guys? <laughs> a fat suitcase full of cash for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> fat suitcase full of cash. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. yeah. This is uh, the Brittany and Shane show. Mm-hmm. New Year's. Um, special extravaganza. Everything's yeah. a special extravaganza. <laughs> I was trying to come up with another word. This is like our Columbus through. Day special extravaganza. <laughs> so we got a little bit of news, a little bit of things to talk about. Uh, some additions to our Christmas episode, mm-hmm. and then we're just gonna do a little year in review. Some of our favorite stuff from the year. So. Yes, 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 yes. Would you like to go first? Well, um, I do have a want to feel old. Oh. That segment we do at the beginning of every episode okay. <laughs> that you were about to skip over. I was. I always forget. I don't know. The last couple of weeks. Uh, well, this was on the, the 28th of um, December, year of our Lord, 2021, um, was the 12-year anniversary of the death of uh, Jimmy, the Rev Sullivan of Event Sevenfold. Oh, 12, I did see that. 12 years. Well, like, so about that time is when I got into the band, so that's how long you've had to deal with that obsession. Yeah. I am a well aware. It's a very long time. (laughs) Want to feel old? Yes. The Harry Potter 20th anniversary reunion aired on HBO today. Are you okay to talk about it? Have you collected yourself? I'm going to talk about it, but not yet. (laughs) You're still recovering? (laughs) Yeah. If I sound extremely congested, it's because I literally just sobbed hysterically for like the entire two hours and then i don't even know if i would call it that continued after like you it looked painful like you were just i just couldn't breathe non-stop yeah. <laughs> it was very good but we'll get to that yeah we'll talk about it all right um what news you got um starting off with a sad one unfortunately mm-hmm. betty white passed away yesterday on yes, new year's did. eve um it said peacefully in her sleep, which is good. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I just read like five minutes ago that Saturday Night Live is going to re-air the episode that she hosted recently. Oh, that's nice. Um, she was going to... She was 99. Her 100th birthday was in like three weeks or like two and a half weeks. Jeez. They had this like whole 100th anniversary... Or anniversary... Uh, like 100th birthday thing that mm-hmm. there was like a show that was going to be on and uh, she did a whole thing with people magazine for her 100th birthday it's like it's sad that she yeah. didn't make it to that like can we just say she made she, it to 100 if it's that close yes i think like, i can. think we could just you know <laughs> <laughs> she had a very um yeah like it's tough to not be sad when some yeah it's tough to not be sad when someone like that passes away obviously but like what a what a life yeah I thought it was fake, actually, when I first saw it. I was yeah, like... Because you know what the first page that I saw posted said exclusive? TMZ. Hood Ratchet TV on Instagram. Oh, oh God. <laughs> that was legit the first place I saw it at. <laughs> and someone even commented on, like, 
this is quite the exclusive because you're the only people reporting this yet. And then the next one after that that I saw was like 30 minutes later from Barstool. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, no. It's starting already. Dang. <laughs> Four minutes in. Um, so, where do I begin? I have some stuff, but I'll just talk about Christmas first. I really didn't have a whole lot that I thought I had missed. No, there was just a couple, like, we were talking about movies, and we were just like, oh, damn, why didn't we say that? And I can't yeah. remember what any of those were. So, I actually didn't put any um, movies in, but some Christmas songs that I, we were listening to Christmas music after we finished oh, okay. uh, recording, and I was like, I can't believe I forgot this. So, first of all, they don't do it so much anymore, but there was like 10 years in a row where the killers released a Christmas song every year. Mm-hmm. How could I possibly forget them? <laughs> they're all amazing. They all have like a a feature. Like, so they're singing with somebody yeah, else. Yeah. They're, they're so good. Also, uh, Fairy Tale of New York. Yeah. Which is a, literally that like, that's like our, our song. song. <laughs> so I'm not sure how we, how we left that one out. Because like, I don't think... Like it is I don't obvious, think of it as a Christmas song. It is obviously like, a Christmas song. It is song. a Christmas song. Yeah. It, that's by um, In, in the, the way that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, that's a Christmas song. <laughs> like, it just takes place during Christmas. <laughs> and then the Dropkick Murphy song I talked about, I can't remember what it's called. But also, My Chemical Romance has a cover of All I Want for Christmas is You. And it is, like, I'm awful. Not, yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> but I love it. So that's just a couple extra things. Also... A couple weeks ago, I said that, um, what's the guy from The Hunger Games? Josh Hutcherson. Yes. Was it going to be in West Side Story? That was a lie. It was Ansel Elgort. Yeah. Who was in um, The Fault in Our Stars. Yes. And like many other things. But and I, what nationality is he? Do we know? Because I'm just curious about like his, his name. Like his name? I'm Ansel not sure. Ansel Elgort. I'm not sure. Uh. Um. I mean, he. I know he's like American, but the roots of his yeah, name, I'm not so. sure. Um, I just, I don't know how I got them confused because they don't look the same. No, not at all. And they're really not in the same like. <laughs> weren't they in like a similar? Weren't they in the same movie together? Isn't that the conclusion you came to? You were like, oh, they were both in something. Was he in the Hunger Games? No, I have no idea how I got to that. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Ooh. So it's been bothering me, and I meant to say it last week, and then I put it in my notes to uh, <laughs> like, do not forget myself. Yeah. <laughs> so we stopped recording on Christmas Eve. We mm-hmm. went to Christmas Eve dinner. It was nice. Had a good time. Good time. Couple too many glasses of wine, but that the uh, the signature cocktail, uh, the shots, a sambuca. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I I do it to be cordial and like. All that because they were like, oh, let's do a toast. But like, well, and I don't, Samuka. I don't do shots to begin with. Oof. So like, if I'm taking shots, I should have gone to bed like three hours ago. That's <laughs> that's just how like. <laughs> I didn't even do shots last night. I was gonna buy a round for the guys in the band I at did. least, and I was gonna because like I used to start every show with like a, a beer and a shot of Jameson just yeah. to you know kind of crush Loose, the yeah crush the nerves loosey. a little bit. I haven't done that in forever. I um, I did the ladies, not the show, the band shows, the ladies that we were. <laughs> with some of your groupies yeah she bought me a a green tea shot and it was awful the the waitress not waitress the um bartender said she had never heard of it before it's pretty that's like one of the most common shots that people order she had to do 
I've never seen her like, there before either. She was not great. And it, it was like, she, it was awful. I she mean, wasn't there the whole it. night, was she? Yeah, she was. Oh, because I only saw, there's my one, I forget his name. He's the short, muscular guy. He always hooks me up. <laughs> then there's the, uh, the, the two taller, older guys. He's the, and, like, they all just know us and we all get along and everything. So I've never seen that girl before in my life. Yeah, I haven't been there in a while. It's so probably I'm just new sure. help or something. Um, so the, the term groupie, I'll stay on the right home because you were on the phone with your mom and you said like, I was hanging out with the, the groupies and I like, what does that exactly mean? Well, it's just like people who like your band who like they, you have, you guys have like a following. Yeah. So I always thought that was a sex thing. No. <laughs> like they have sex with the band. I'm no. like, I do not have any groupies. Oh I my God. No. <laughs> like, no. you just like here, like, oh, there was a, she was a groupie for Motley Crue or something like that. I was like, oh, so she had sex with the band. No. Oh my God. <laughs> That's I mean, what I, I thought guess, for the longest time. I think like maybe like older well motley crew groupies probably could, yeah exactly <laughs> probably um so well before we get to last night last night was new year's eve it's now new year's day obviously um <laughs> shit i gotta pay the mortgage too. for the people <laughs> for the people listening Oops. um so christmas eve was fun mm-hmm. christmas day was fun it's pretty chill we just we both got each other some records, so we pretty much just listened to records like most of the day. Yeah, we cooked dinner; everything was good. Um, Honestly, like the one of the it's been, like hosting can like obviously lead to some arguments and some stress. That was like a complete no fuss day, all yeah. day. Like yeah, nobody came over until like four o'clock. No, it was fine. I man. was like, if nobody shows up, like, I'm about to take a nap. It was like sixty degrees out too, or something. Yeah, that, like was, that. Weird. was I'm not a fan of this warm Christmas. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I, um, I said it I think I said in the last episode like I'm all for relocating Christmas to when it snows in New Jersey like screw the rest of the country and the world like I want I want a white Christmas here in New yeah, Jersey yeah <laughs> I, I, I agree um but yeah so Christmas Day was fun mm-hmm. and then the next day oh hold on so oh yeah one of oh, the be- okay. best gifts I've ever ever received I got a turbo man for Christmas <laughs> It's not like an actual, it's a Funko Pop, but I got a Turbo Man for Christmas. I was actually annoyed because I kept getting ads for the real, they made, I don't know if it was just this year, but I've never seen it before, a real like Turbo Man doll. Oh my God. And like, we have all these collectibles and stuff. And we talk about when we finish the basement, like that would be so cool to have. And I had, from the day I saw it, probably five months ago, I've been trying to find one. And it was literally (laughs) like the movie, like impossible to find one anywhere. It was probably like some limited release thing that they no, did. No, it was at Walmart. Really? They just never I've, went back in stock. I've wanted one since I was a kid. <laughs> I could probably I could probably buy one now that it's not Christmas anymore. Um well I will say some some gifts. Just not necessarily like in any order or like favorite things, but just the past couple of years, my New Year's resolution has well the last two years has been to watch every James Bond film. And I always put off buying like the box set because I'm like, it there it's not cheap. And you got that for me for Christmas. Indeed. So I I was on vacation this week and I was like, I'm gonna start on Monday. Like I'm gonna watch them all. And I didn't <laughs> even one. I didn't even open it yet. <laughs> but I got a lot of other stuff done that I had been meaning to. So next week I'll start. I don't want to like tag team that. At least I want to see all the Craig Bonds. Yeah. First, I think, because I don't want to have like, like there's, um, well, you can watch them with me. 
Well, no, I'm saying like as I watched Casino Royale by myself, um, yeah. like a month or so ago, and I really liked it. But and now, like that, I really want to see No Time to Die. But apparently, this the Daniel Craig Bonds are the only ones that have like a through narrative for all the movies. Like all the other James Bond movies are just like completely disconnected. Con- well, like loosely well, connected. There's no connective tissue other than the guy playing the Bond. Mm. Like I think there might be a couple story elements here and there, but this is one long story. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, also something really cool. You got me a levitating golden snitch. Yes. And then I posted it on my Snapchat and I called it a golden finch. (laughs) And then I referred to it as such several times. It is very, very cool. Once we figured out how to get it to work, but and now I bought batteries so that I can keep it on all the time. The thing was, uh, it's just, I'm glad you like it. It operates with magnets. I literally cried that. And Shane also got me a sign that says privet drive, which is. Um, where the Dursleys live. Yes. Where Harry Potter lives in his cupboard under the stairs. I literally cried when I opened that. And I thought that was like the dumb tchotchke one. You yeah, know, he know. was like, I'm opening it and he was like, it was kind of dumb, but like, I just thought it was cool. And I was like, it's not dumb. Well, um, the the snitch thing, I almost called it a finch. Um, so like on the box and everything, it's like got the wings like spanned outward and it looks like they're moving. So I thought like, wow, so this is one of those magnet things. But I thought it was a kind of paired with like a drone technology. Like the wings I thought the wings could it. move. Yeah. I was like, this is legit. And it was priced like it was that. <laughs> and then what we got it back and it's still nice looking and it's a cool like little piece to have. But yeah. uh, I mean, as long as you like it. But the wings are like going directly back and it just. I don't know. It is really cool. All right. As long as you're happy. I don't. With it, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Sorry that you hate the gift that you got for me, but I think it's really cool. Well, nine times out of ten, we buy gifts not just for the the other, but kind of for ourselves, don't we? Yes. <laughs> like so what was the you bought some? You bought me something. You're like, oh, this is a gift I bought for myself, really. What was it? Was it the beard thing? Yeah. Nah. Probably. Nah. I got him a beard, tr- not beard trimmer. Like um. It catches all the hairs. Yeah, it from suction your beard. cups to the mirror. And so I used it yesterday and I immediately screwed it up. So like I used it effortlessly. Great shaving experience. Right. And then I take, I hadn't thought of like how to get it out. So I have all this like hair in the thing and I'm trying to like tilt it into you're like getting changed in the other room. And I'm just like total chaos happened. There's hair everywhere. I'm like, oh. you just like unsuction cup it and put it in the garbage. No, I thought so. Maybe it's just because we have a small garbage can in the bathroom. I don't know. Probably. Um, and I was going to say something else. I well, don't know. and the record. Those I are pretty more pretty much for myself also. Uh, yeah, true. <laughs> but we'll talk about the music later. Yes, we will. In our review of the year. Um, oh, and no, Christmas was slapping. Christmas was slapping. Yeah. And then Sunday we had dinner with your, well, some other family. I almost just deleted the entire page of notes that I took for this podcast. Oof. <laughs> um, and then starting at 2.01 p.m. on Sunday, I was on vacation. So this is could go into my GS later, but literally Monday and Tuesday, I did not do anything. <laughs> I crocheted. I finished a book that I was reading. I watched a lot of supernatural and something else monday i took a nap i started riding the peloton again you took a nap 
I know, big surprise. <laughs> I started riding the Peloton again. I have like, I just needed to like decompress. Yes. Especially for like after holidays and everything. Like I just needed to sit <laughs> and do nothing. It's hard for me to just like relax. So I did that. And then uh, Thursday, I went out with my sister and my niece. And then Friday, yesterday, uh, my niece and my friend and her kids, we went to the zoo. That was a lot of fun. Saw some giraffes. They're my I'm a giraffe. <laughs> I wore my giraffe t-shirt to the zoo because I'm <laughs> five years old. <laughs> it's cute. It's got... The giraffe wearing so, glasses. Like, like going to like a football game or like the Star Wars people in line at the premiere for the movie. They all dress up and wear their Star Wars stuff. Like, I'm going to see the giraffes. I got to dress up like a giraffe. Yeah. I always, when we go to the movies, I always wear a shirt that matches like what I'm going to see normally. Every time? Normally, yeah. Hmm. I actually thought about buying just like one a shirt with the Marvel logo on it for th- times that I don't have something. Yeah, true. Because like, Sp- I don't have a Spider-Man shirt. I was going to go. So like, when we went to go. So what you wouldn't I, have a Shang-Chi shirt. Like, <laughs> no. So what I've been doing is wearing my uh, Weekly Planet t-shirt to every movie that we go see that's like comic book related. That's not that I don't have apparel for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also just clicked back into my head uh, for Christmas gifts. Um, your sister got us. Oh, yeah. The, the greatest was... gift of all. <laughs> We'll post it on the Instagram. Personalized yeah. uh, Brittany and Shane show coffee mugs. Yes. They're so, I literally, big surprise, I cried when I opened it. It was so cool. The, the, that's my GS. I'll call it early, but still. I texted her to like to say thank you because she wasn't here. Um, and she was when I saw her the other day, she was like, oh, they were supposed to be all black. I was like, it, that makes the logo pop out even more because it's like yeah. against a white background. It's so cool. So we like, had to start drinking them while we... Like drinking out of them yeah. while we do Tomorrow this. Tomorrow morning when we have breakfast, we'll take a selfie with them. Yes. <laughs> um, but I only said breakfast because you drink coffee and I drink tea in the morning. So I have to buy more coffee. Damn it. I've been, oh, to, I've been to the store twice today. I literally today. put that on my list Shit. for you to buy today. <laughs> I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> no. Anyway, so before I get to the Harry Potter reunion. Yeah, I'm going to let you take the reins on that one. Yeah, please. Um, I just have a couple other things. So last night, New Year's Eve, obviously, it was the 50th anniversary of uh, Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve. Obviously, Dick Clark is no, no longer with us. Um, you have a kink in your Ryan neck. Seacrest took over. Um, but I couldn't hear anything because I you were. Your band was playing, obviously, but I was keeping an eye on it, just seeing if there was anybody interesting. And I did see they kept showing like flashbacks from like years prior, like uh, I don't remember, but <laughs> flashbacks from like years, the last like couple of years, whatever. And then also one of the people in the beginning was Avril Lavigne with Travis, Travis Barker, Barker. Right? Mm. and I was like, what year is it that she like that they're ringing us in the new year? But then the other, so that's on whatever channel, but then the other channel, I, f- I forget which ones they are, ABC and NBC or something like that. I guess, yeah. Um, the other one was, and that's in New York City, obviously, Times Square. The other one is 
I, I don't know if it's always in Miami. There's always two channels that have like a New Year's countdown. Yeah. But Miley Cyrus had her thing this year and it was like co-hosted by Pete Davidson. And I, A, Miley had a nip slip and she handled it very gracefully. I watched it with you this morning. Yeah. I mean, it didn't, they didn't show anything. I watched it with you this morning. She, and then I just saw it again. She literally, it was like nothing even happened. Like she just turned around, fixed herself. Walked off. She, yeah. Like turned around, fixed herself, came back. Like, uh, did she sing the climb? I'm pretty sure she did. She was singing party in the USA when that happened. Yeah, No, but like later or before, I don't know. I'm pretty sure she sang the climb. I'm surprised she still sings that stuff. Why? I feel like she moved past it a long time ago. I guess. But, um, I, I find it shocking. Like I've been, I haven't been quiet about my thoughts on Pete Davidson, but like whether I like him or dislike him, whatever, like it's just his rise in popularity as quick as it has been. is just like, just really weird. I think like a year ago, he was still just, you know, one of the randoms on SNL. No one really yeah. knows. And now this year he's dated like mega stars and is hosting New Year's Eve with Miley Cyrus. Yeah. I, I don't know. The gods chose Pete Davidson, I guess. I could so. see I could see I would believe Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson together. We were I was talking about this last night. I was like, Do you remember when Miley Cyrus was married to a Hemsworth? Like they were married, then yeah. they got divorced, then they got back together for a little while. Now they're not together anymore. But like it's a weird time. Weird. He's just he just I don't know, I, I I don't know. I don't know where it's for Pete Davidson. I just I think funny, but he seems like he's really funny. He probably picks cigarettes out of the ashtray at the Seven Eleven. That's what I think of him. (laughs) Um, But so that was what I was getting at. Is that I saw somebody tweeted and people keep retweeting it that he looks like Beetlejuice when Beetlejuice was alive, (laughs) and in the pic like the picture that they're comparing it to, he really does. I didn't think it was, and I almost like feel not that I feel bad for him, but. I this past this week actually I told you I watched like one of his stand up specials, mm-hmm. and um, I've seen it before. But I I almost went back and watched The King of Staten Island, which you didn't really like, right? No, I liked it. Um, obviously I wouldn't. It was just a very confused movie. Huh? I don't know. I just it's like loosely based on his life. It's like his I'm, eight mile. Yeah, pretty much. But I was. I went down like a rabbit hole of videos and he didn't interview about, he didn't interview about like mental health and it's very, it's very, I don't know how to say this without sounding weird, like almost like refreshing. Like he's extremely like messed up. He's like suicidal and all this stuff, but Mm -hmm. he is so open about it, like, and talking about it with people that it's like, that is kind of how he like controls it in a way that yeah, it's if, therapeutic. He, if you don't talk about it. Yeah. So he even talks about it on Saturday night live. One of the things I saw was about Valentine's day and he was doing that, the news update with, uh, oh, um, Scarlett Johansson's husband. He was like, Oh, how's, how was your Valentine's day? And Pete Davidson was like, not as good as yours. <laughs> <laughs> It's really funny. Anyway, I don't know why we're talking about Pete Davidson for so long. I just wanted to say somebody said he looked like Beetlejuice. And um, two more things. The Rock has confirmed that he is officially done with the Fast Saga. Well, he said it already, but then Vin Diesel had his public thing where he's begging him to come back. And he's like, no. And it's like, it's especially like shitty that you did it on a public platform trying to 
exactly. You use your kids and Paul Walker to try to bring me back yeah. to your, your movie franchise. Exactly. He said like this is like an example of like his controlling nature. So. Um. So. Do you want to talk about the Harry Potter reunion, or should we talk I'm about? I'm gonna don't let look you up? go. <laughs> should we talk about Don't Look Up, or should we could talk well, no, about? I'll talk, don't Look Up is part of my uh, my movies for the year actually. Okay, so. hold on, let me adjust myself. So. So. We all know I love <laughs> Harry Potter. I'm gonna preface this whole thing by saying there was a lot of people saying like J.K. Rowling it wasn't even there and she was uh she's the one who created all of this whatever. I two things about it I will say first of all I read an article yesterday that she was excuse me she was invited to come and she declined the offer so I did not read why I'm assuming it's because of all her comments that she's made and all these things like regardless of that but then hold to, to that though after because we were talking. Have you ever dreamed uh, that you could uh, th- th- do anything? Remember that kid? Huh? <laughs> I just had a massive brain fart. <laughs> I remember that little kid. Anyway, um, but it was like solely about the movies. That's what I was just going to say. So, like, so it makes sense it her was, not being it was super involved. The fact that she didn't come back for it wasn't that big of a deal because A, because she's currently and will be forever most likely problematic um and b because it was mostly about the movies it mm-hmm. was the cast of the movies the directors of all the movies were there mm-hmm. the producer is that who it was yeah i forget his name but he, he produced david all yates. of them no david yates was the director of the last four oh, okay whatever but I, even I they think used it was david something they, showed some archive footage of her too from like 2019 yes. but like so they specifically I, say they put a big stamp on the screen like well yeah because from 2019 because <laughs> we didn't bring her no back. but it was it was pre-recorded no so that yeah, was, yeah yeah she was that i think they probably did that to explain why she wasn't there with the cast and everything and they probably didn't need, have to get her permission to use that yeah because it was probably property of warner brothers already, it was it was so. for um like special features the, on a DVD or something. No, the the studio tour or whatever they did a couple of years ago. Um, so from the second you guys know, I've been looking forward to this for a while since it was first like announced. I've been freaking out about it. I tried not to watch like the trailer for it or anything. I kept seeing people post this meme of like Emma Watson seeing Tom Felton and like her fa- their faces light up when they see each other. Mm-hmm. So the whole, the first probably like four or five minutes, would you say it's different members of the cast, like just going about their daily lives. Like Emma Watson, excuse me, Emma Watson is in a library and she like opens a book and there's a, an invitation to Hogwarts in there. And like, oh my God, what's his name? The kid who plays Neville. Uh, I forget. I'm the worst. Matthew or David something. I can't look it up while I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> He's like in a, a taxi and it says like addressed to him sitting in traffic in the taxi. Like, and they, so they all, so obviously that part is like acted out and they, um, they end up all meeting together and like it shows, I have chills right now. It shows like Hogwarts and then the doors open and it's the Great Hall and they all are meeting each other like 
in real life. And a lot of these people haven't seen each other in years. Are you still looking? Yeah. Oh my God. Matthew Lewis. Yeah. Thank you. Matthew. I was right. Um, a lot of these people haven't seen each other in years. Some of them probably in 20 years, like Christopher Columbus, that was that his name? Chris Columbus. Chris Columbus. Not Christopher. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> he directed the first two movies and he did like a one-on-one sit down with Daniel Radcliffe and talked about like the casting and Daniel Radcliffe was saying how like he was so great with all the kids and like they just let them be kids like which is why when you watch the movie it feels like just a bunch of kids like yeah. because that's what was happening. Um, But immediately when it started the the music the seeing everybody like come together i was like i don't even know like (laughs) not even sobbing i was like i couldn't even breathe because and i was trying to like not just bury my face in a tissue because i wanted to watch it so i was like trying to the more i watch it the harder i cry but (laughs) yeah like i was i wanted to watch it so i I'll definitely have to watch it again at some point, but it was like two hours long and I cried through the entire thing. And I'm not going to talk about a bunch of details and stuff, but it's so good. And as soon as it was over, like they, uh, Emma Watson specifically talks about like a a lot of them do really like people who feel like they don't fit in or whatever when you, Mm -hmm. they all came together through that. Like, And there were basically all of them at some point thought about like quitting the franchise because it was like so much for them and they just decided not to and all this stuff. So I don't know. It's been a huge, huge part of my life. That first Harry Potter book I got for Christmas in 1998. And as soon as it was over, like I just I'm not going to say how it ends because. (sighs) (laughs) I'm gonna cry but they uh they also did a whole like in in memory like in loving memory thing of like all the alan rickman and alan rickman richard harris is that yeah. his name and yes. a couple other people who had been a part of it been in multiple movies whatever um who are no longer with us um that was really sad it, i will say it just it ends with alan rickman saying always and i just lost it but as soon as it was over and like they were like i don't know just like they kept making you know the comparison to the books and all the stuff and i was like this has been such a big part of my life and i haven't i've been saying for probably the last three years that i'm gonna go back and reread all the books and then rewatch all the movies and i'm like you know what as soon as it was over you were like i'm gonna leave you alone for a minute because i was just (laughs) a mess I th- I literally oh, I just bought a box of tissues and I cried through like half of it. Um, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I got up. I went in the bathroom. I collected myself a little. I washed my face and I came in this room and I got my ratty old copy from 1998 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And I sat on the couch and started reading it. And I just immediately like I'm just I just know like I'm starting i just feel like it's fitting now that that'll be my first book of the year i don't i don't know there's it's just it sounds so corny like it's just a book it's just movies whatever that's what so many people think but like 
this consumed so much of my life. And even still now, like half the decorations in this room <laughs> are Harry Potter related. And like, I don't know. Even on the door, we have the thing says like, when we're, when we're recording, wizards at work. <laughs> I just, I don't know. No, it was very, very good. And I could see it like being a, a super fan. That was probably like really rewarding. It was like, I don't, it was like perfect. Like it was such a good like reunion and you can tell they all like they care about each other so much mm -hmm. like because we t we did that episode about like fandoms this is the first time in my life and like this doesn't happen now we went to, we didn't i don't think we went to borders maybe like once but we definitely went to walmart a couple times or like other book stores where the books were a huge deal. They came out at midnight, like a midnight release for a book. Yeah. And I would turn on the light in the car and try to read on my way home. I would stay up all <laughs> night the nights that these books came out. The last Harry Potter book, I stayed up through. I did not sleep. I stayed up the entire night. I read it in a couple hours because I, I do read fast. And I was just crying and like just literally like hugging the book that it was over. Like it just is so things like that doesn't happen now nah. that there's nothing. There will never be something again like that. I'll never say never, but I mean, it, the all likelihood, probably not. <laughs> and Daniel Radcliffe in the beginning said like this came at a time where people were talking about like. That brought books back. How people yeah. don't read anymore. And like, what did he call it? Like the fall of They thought it was the death something. of reading or something yeah. like that. Like, which then, just... th th which resulted in like all the YA, the YA era, like the Hunger Games yes. and because the after fifth that, wave, Twilight. That yeah, Twilight. Yeah. Like... Which then, thanks, we got Fifty Shades of Grey out of also. So. <laughs> that, that was probably the last like popular book craze, I think, the Fifty Shades of Grey's. Well, there's, al there's always something. But I mean, like but the lines like out the door that. kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, like, the, it I don't pales even think way... Fifty Shades of Grey wasn't even that. Pales in comparison to Harry Potter. Yeah. I don't want to, don't like, yeah, don't yeah. misunderstand don't me. But... Don't compare, please. No. Especially no. to that. <laughs> well, yeah. No, but it was like, I'm, I was confused going in because it said like it was the 20th anniversary of the Sorcerer's Stone movie coming out. So I thought the special going in was just going to be about that, but that's not the case. Like they do all the movies. And it was, which cool I was really happy about. It was broken up into like chapters. Yeah. So yeah. like the first chapter of it was the first two movies. They talk about the first two movies. They talk with Chris Columbus. They talk, they like, and they, it was kind of cool. They talked. They talked with um, Helena Bottom Carter, mm -hmm. and Daniel Radcliffe said like that. What you know, doing the first two movies, like they were nine, ten, eleven, whatever, however old they were, and like everybody treated them like kids. And then on the third and fourth movies, when Gary Oldman and her came in, and like a whole new group of people came in. That they were a little bit old, like 14, 15, 16. Mm -hmm. They treated them more like adults. And so that helped them like grow as actors. And mm -hmm. and if you've, he's a great actor. If you've ever seen. Oh, Gary Oldman? Uh, Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, he is. If you've ever seen anything else that he's been in, not you, I know you have. But specifically in my brain, the only thing I can think of right now is that movie Horns. Oh, I love that movie. Which is so good. And I not last year in 2020 i read that book which is by joe hill who is um 
Stephen King's son. Okay. The book is incredible. And I never I never even knew it was based off of a book. And when I realized that it was, I went back and rewatched the movie. And it made me like the movie ten times more, obviously. But Yeah, I love that movie. The the movie itself is so good. But he he acts so I'm stuttering so well. So just if you have ever had any interest in Harry Potter ever in your life, like another thing is like Tom Felton, Draco Malfoy, who Potter has a piece of my heart because I'm a Slytherin. Um, Loser. He, excuse me? Loser. <laughs> he said, like, there are people that come up to him now who say, like, you know, Harry Potter's had such a big impact on my life, whatever, who weren't even alive when the first movie <laughs> was made. So he was like, this is clearly, so- I-, I think it was him that said it. Like, this is clearly not something that's also going to go away at any time soon. Like, there will always when the time comes and we have kids like i will force it down their throats they're going to like <laughs> harry potter like that, that and batman like you yeah. don't have a choice <laughs> you don't have a choice you're going to live in this We're, house yeah those parents like those sports parents force their kids to play shit they don't want to do um I just, not that bad not that no. bad i do i don't like what they're doing to like the harry potter brand with the um well one this wizarding world label they put on it like for their movies and yeah. the fantastic beast movies and yeah. the inevitable spinoffs so, are going to come out of that because it's uh, just like they're not the anywhere of, near the as good of, and that's they talked about that in there too that like the it was that and what else um the fantastic beast movies and then there were they said something else i can't remember I'm but not sure I might have been in the bathroom. The um that basically, yeah, it's gonna continue forever. Like but the the thing about the Fantastic Beasts and they're over there somewhere. Oh, the the play, the cursed well, child. Well, cursed child is inevitably gonna happen. So they were saying like so much is still coming out of it. Yeah. All these years later. Like but Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is a well, it's not a huge it's like book, a but journal, it's like a handbook right? like yeah. guide of all these. So all these people were characters in these books. Yeah. They're just not, well, not all of them, but some of them. They're just not major players. So they're now. Oh, like Grindelwald had like one mention in like Deathly Hollows or something, right? Yeah, but it, they talk about him in the book. Yeah, but then now there's this whole trilogy of movies like about Dumbledore and Grindelwald's past there, which is cool, I guess. I yeah, mean, I just like it's it not... just feels like it's diluting that brand. Yes and no, because like I said, the it's never going to end. Stuff is always going to continue to come out of this. But yeah. those that the core set the seven books and the eight movies. And I am also one of those people <laughs> We got to move on from this, but I could, <laughs> I could talk about it for the entire f- f- next five hours. Up next, I'm going to talk about Justice League. <laughs> um, the I'm big on like the books are normally better than the movies and they are, but they came at like like a point in my life that like. I don't I don't know how to explain it. It was just like the perfect and they, that's also what. Daniel Radcliffe and Rupert Grant and Emma Watson said like that so many people like grew up with them. Mm-hmm. I was like the same age as them when these movies were coming out yeah. for the most part. It was like the, and the first book came out when I was like seven. 
well, I got it when I was like seven. That that's literally most of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know like if even y'all the, know, even, but I'm 30. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to be 30. Yep, you're turning 30 this year. Shit. <laughs> um, but even, like, they, the way they broke it down in the show and, like, how the story of, like, Harry Potter itself evolves, like, from their perspective, you know, it's the childhood years and then it's the coming of age years and then yeah. it's the full adulthood years. Like, like you said, like, us 90s kids, like, we experienced that directly along with those stories. And yeah. Kind of like prepared us for certain, you know, not Dementors attacking our train, <laughs> but, you know, like a deeper and like more mature things are going to come your way. It was, yeah. it, was, it was very well done. You're right. Like it came along at like the perfect point in time. Yeah. At least um, for our generation. Yeah. So I, I, I like trailed off on my own thought, which, you know, never happens. But <laughs> the um, like I was saying, there are. I'm always like the books are so much better than the movies. And obviously these books are better than the movies, but like the movies are at this point, I remember like when they were coming out and I was like, like that, like the books better, but they're like so cohesive in my brain. Now the amount of times, and I don't even think I, when we talked about like comfort movies and sick movies and stuff, Harry Potter is, perfect for that yeah they are sit down on a rainy day and have today if we didn't want we literally just were talking about watching them i know we're gonna watch them i could just sit and watch them i'm gonna make some pizza and we're gonna make some we're gonna watch some uh, some mary bonner make some uh, some homemade pizza take a crack at it yeah (sighs) ought to be a disaster we'll 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 (laughs) let you know next week um make the sauce sauce tastes good yeah so um the pizzas come out good we talked about starting a new year's tradition of making pizzas not just like uh like pre-made dough like actually making the pizza well yeah i'm making the dough but i'm doing i'm doing like a jamie oliver like corner cutting method where you don't have to use yeast yeah but i'm just saying um, like yeah we talked about it earlier yeah if they're good we're gonna start doing it every year make a little small we also had a, a little pork and sauerkraut earlier which i have never um heard of before yes, but apparently yes. it's apparently it's a good thing to do so yeah i have a little um instead of trivia later i have uh a couple new year's traditions new year's day traditions from like around okay. the world so um we didn't make any resolutions them. last night did we yeah no i have them, i have them written down oh we're gonna do that too. oh i'll add it to my list yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well do we want to just jump into our new year stuff um to begin with like just uh, start doing all that. No, like we'll the... do that at the end. All right. So we're gonna do a little not a, not necessarily a year in review, but like a. We did that already. Our <laughs> year in review. Uh, we're gonna talk about some movies that we liked or didn't like. Music, books, TV shows, and I got a couple podcasts written down. Well, I've, so. I've done my favorite movies. I didn't do the bad ones. I mean, I know the bad <laughs> ones off the top of my head. So if we're talking bad ones, I'll, I'll, I'll bring I did. Them up. I did. Um, best, worst, meh, <laughs> and then movies that I didn't watch yet that came out this year that I yeah or that are on my them. list. So, um, do you want me to start? Yeah, I'll start yeah, with the I'll start with those the ones that I haven't seen yet because then I okay. can just there, rattle them off. So we probably have a bunch of those that are the same. Nightmare Alley mm-hmm. that just came out though, like a yeah. week ago or something. Uh, House of Gucci somehow we didn't see. Yeah, I know. the last duel. Tick, tick, boom. Like, yep. I'm ma- really mad at myself for not watching that yet because 
it's on Netflix. Like it's so easy to watch. Yeah. Uh, that is Andrew Garfield playing the guy who oh, created God. Rent. I want to say Jonathan Larson. I could be wrong. That sounds correct. But he, um, yeah, that's he's playing the guy who created Rent, and among many other things. Yeah. Um. Apparently, it's really good. I love Rent, and I read I read a book about him a long time ago, but I don't really remember a lot about his life, and so I'm interested to read about it. I do mm. know he died like the day that Rent was opening. Yeah. Like he never got to see it, which is really sad. Um, Spencer, the movie about Princess Diana. Uh, King Richard, which is also on HBO Max. <laughs> yeah, like I could watch it anytime. But uh, old, I know that I don't. I heard lie. it wasn't that great, but I still wanted to see it. Uh, Cruella, Jungle Cruise, Luca, and Encanto. Encanto were all Disney movies Disney that movies, are yeah. now on Disney Plus that I could watch anytime. I really, out of all those, I really want to see Jungle Cruise because I just think that's was Mulan this year or last year? Last year. Okay. Um, I heard that wasn't that good. Respect. Yeah. The Aretha Franklin. That's one. on like Paramount or something. Yeah. Thing. Oh, All which these we have movies now. are right. pretty accessible to us. I just haven't had yeah. time. And most of them that I've said, I've wanted to watch with you. So like, not going to watch it on my own. Yeah. Um, That movie, Nobody. With the, yeah, with uh, shit. Um, the guy from Breaking Bad. Uh, yeah. What the hell is his name? I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. But that looked really good. And also Dear Evan Hansen. Like, I just forgot that was a thing. Uh, and West Side Story. Bob Odenkirk. Yes. How did neither one of us remember that? I don't know. Uh, uh, West Side Story, I really want to see. Like, I've never even seen the original or I, I've never. Yeah, I've heard. I've never I've heard experienced it's really that good, story and then before. So, and then so many people I've noticed, like, older people kind of are everything that they've said about it are kind of like, why did this? Why was this made? Like, who was this for? Well, the original there's is, no there's credit to that because nobody went to go see it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so but it was a purely Steven Spielberg gone being to see movies at all. But no. Also, when you have a Spider Man making a billion plus dollars, I was going to say, did we talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the last episode, it was the day before it crossed a billion. But we said like you know it's projected. Podcat so, has entered the chat. Podcat, hello. <laughs> no, um, but like the, the proof is in that pudding. If people were interested in it, they would go out to see it. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man did break a billion. It also became the second highest opening weekend of all time. Yeah, beat, right? uh, beat Infinity War. Yeah, yep. which is insane. So yeah. those are the movies that I'm sure there's some that I'm missing, but those just are the ones that stuck um, out to me. The new, I think it's called The Tragedy of Macbeth with um, Denzel Washington is apparently fantastic. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, well, one. Yeah, there you um, go. That uh, shit. There was one that I really wanted to say. It'll come to me. We'll keep it moving. So some of my best movies of the year. You want to go first? Uh, yeah. Um, I listed them in no particular order, but I'm. Uh, Neither I'll say, did I. I'll say my favorite off the top, and it, it sucks because there's so many good, great like new movies that came, and it technically is a new movie. I already but, know. What yeah, it's Zack Snyder's Justice League. I yeah. can't dance around that. Like, it's. Uh, I need to say because like you know how like you can have a favorite of something acknowledging that it's not the best of something. Yeah. That's kind of how I see those DC movies. 
Like, that's how I've, like, come to terms with why I like them so much, I guess. Because I know they're not the best superhero movies ever. Yeah. They just happen to be my favorites. Yeah. And it just vibes with me, and I'm just glad that that vibes movie... Like, I'm just so, like, just beside myself still that it actually, like, got released and exists. But anyway, yeah. I'm not going to dwell too long on that. <laughs> right, um, we've talked about it a from bunch. From what feels like a million years ago, because it was earlier this year, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, that's on my best list also. Great I fun. I really liked that. A lot of fun. Um... You didn't like it, but Dune, I think I love that movie. <laughs> I really think I do. I got to watch it. I watched like the first half of it again and I fell asleep. But um, Dune is just is on my just meh list. Um, I have Shang-Chi. Unexpectedly awesome. Yes. Like I, it's Marvel, but that was on my was... best list, too. I'm just going to say right now, all the Marvel movies that came out are on my best list. Uh, no, I didn't. Black Widow, mine. Eternals, Venom. Shang-Chi and Spider-Man. No, I just have Shang-Chi and Spider-Man on my best list. Um, I also, and like we mentioned earlier, but we only just watched this the other day, but it already is like one of my favorite of the year. Uh, Don't Look Up. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And I've been seeing it's getting some bad reviews because like how on the nose it is about so its political connotations. But like the thing. That's the point. We talked about this after the movie was over. Um, So many. So. It's no big surprise that, like, our, the entire world was not prepared for a pandemic. So this is very, very on the nose, talking about how poorly prepared we are for something, yeah. a big event like that to happen. And basically, it's a comet or whatever it is, asteroid, something, mm-hmm. coming towards the Earth. And how Leonardo likes- DiCaprio, phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, phenomenal like this bangs her bangs are awful oh yeah her whatever hair, that wig her, is her hair is not, not good not slapping went to home depot for her haircut <laughs> but the acting in this movie is really good yeah it's phenomenal. the cast is insane yeah the, jonah hill everybody's so, in this movie. i read a thing today that jonah hill said his character was based he based his character on if fire festival was a person <laughs> <laughs> and like that is so after reading that i'm like that is so accurate meryl streep is in this movie oh she's many many episodes ago we were talking about hot older people meryl streep how old did i say she's, she's like 72 something yeah Oof. um dang but yeah so this is our little but, review of that i'm not going to do any spoilers or anything but it's ve- it's very good i don't think it's for everyone um, if you enjoy satire in almost like a South Park esque way, like how it's it's it, like openly making fun of a lot of yeah. things, and like, and I think but that, it's not. It's also not like one way or the other. Like we say political, but it's not like ultra like. Yeah, this this doesn't. It's, it's not an agenda an agenda driven movie. No, not it's at completely all. It's completely satir- satirical in the way that like everybody is a moron in real life, but yes, it's just cranked to yes. eleven. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'm, I've seen people be like, if that's all you took away from the movie is that people are stupid, then you're not paying attention. Like, No, you're reading no, too much into it. that's pretty much what the movie's about. It's lit- it literally makes fun of itself like yeah. throughout the movie. But And just how like we like have horrible things that happen in our life and we glamorize them. Like, you know, um, when the pandemic happened, every company comes out with decorative masks or something similar to that yeah. effect. And like there's the comet hurtling towards Earth and this 
show they go on to like this new show with this um this it was like tyler perry and Kate blanchett and they're like yeah. making jokes about it and everything like that's exactly what would happen like to some degree yeah they start talking about how a singer can it hit my wife my hit my ex-wife's house please <laughs> a, yeah a singer and a dj like broke up well They've... that's people like you with your pete davidson obsession well okay but if there was a comet <laughs> jo- coming I'm towards joking. earth i would be more concerned about that they but i'm saying like they like overshadow the potential end of the world with this yeah. person breaking up with their boyfriend like it's just very like and then even like once they finally like come to the realization like oh no this is real we have to do something about it they start to do something about it and then there's like a way that oh maybe we could spin this and kind of like make it beneficial for us if like it just like hits yeah which <laughs> doesn't sound too crazy i'm sure ideas like that have been pitched like maybe, maybe if we can make this covid thing work for us <laughs> yeah it's just I don't know. Uh, but, uh, we don't want to spend too long on that. No, but, and um, I don't want to spoil it either. But I highly, highly recommend that. Highly movie. recommend it. Also, if you're going to watch it, there's a little post credits scene that's very uh, interesting. All right, and then um, my last um, favorite movie of the year, one I didn't expect to like as much as I did, Free Guy. Oh, I have that on my list too, on my best list. So that movie was so good. Just pure fun. fun. Yeah, just yeah. fun. Great stuff. And it's gone by long enough now with the like the references and everything towards the end. So like it benefited from like the Fox Disney merger. So like some Avengers stuff, some Star Wars yeah. stuff. Yeah. Chris Evans himself. Yep. <laughs> Cameo master of twenty twenty one, apparently. What else? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna say what else he was in, but yeah, he's in something else. Um <laughs> Chris Evans is indeed. That was in your else. last on your best list? Yeah, because okay. I was I was let down a lot this year. Like you know, you mentioned Venom. I mean Eternals I liked a lot, but uh, it's not so it hasn't stuck with me I as a favorite. I actually put Eternals and Venom were on my like meh. Venom list. is I didn't know if we were doing worst list, so Venom it might be at the top of my worst decided list. Decided to put them all on the best. Um, so Suicide Squad would have gotten an, an honorable mention from me, but for it's... worst, no, 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 no. for oh, like okay. on my best, well, but we'll get there. Right. Um, I'm just gonna go down my list now. Uh, Halloween Kills, <laughs> not for everyone, but for somebody who is obsessed with Michael Myers and obsessed with horror and all of that, that movie was 1000% for me, and I loved it. Last Night in Soho, how did I skip that? what a great like a sleeper movie like there was barely any marketing for it there was like barely any anything for it and it just was um probably like my favorite probably maybe my favorite movie of the year yes i don't know how i forgot that so good so good again highly highly recommend if you haven't seen it uh you did not see this but ghostbusters afterlife after i still gotta get on that was so good um, Suicide Squad, obviously, just Bird. amazing. <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day that was of King Shark that literally made me cry when he's like, uh, says like, I don't have friends or something. Me no friends. Me no friends. It was just so sweet. Um, again, this one's not for everybody I know, but The Many Saints of Newark. Yeah, I That was just more like a nostalgia factor for me, like... And also the fact that, like, James Gandolfini's son was playing him, just, I just loved it. See, like, I was let down by that movie, but I want to see that follow-up. Not The Sopranos. I want to see, like, when Tony first started to really become Tony. Well, maybe. Not his uncle. Maybe. Not the dead dude's uncle. You should watch The Sopranos. 
Well, no, I, like I want to see his son. That should be your New Year's resolution. His son playing like a younger Tony Soprano, like on his actual rise, because that's that's what the movie was sold to us as, and that is not what that movie is. My New Year's resolution. Oh, excuse me. My New Year's resolution is to make convince you convince me watch the, the Sopranos. Sopranos. <laughs> um, last on my best list was Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. I didn't realize that came out this year. Yeah, it's a pretty much a meh movie. I'll do my meh movies next. It's definitely a, it's a movie. <laughs> um, so meh films. We I said already Venom the and Eternals, uh, Dune. I hate that. I I need to give it another shot. Mm-hmm. I need to give it a shot when I'm not half asleep. Also, because that was a big factor for me. But for now, it's just a little meh. Uh, Red Notice was yeah. fun. But, like, not what everybody cracked it up to be. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Again, fun, but not fantastic. Just bad. (laughs) Just Um, bad. (laughs) The Quiet Place 2. Oh, I forgot about that one. It was good. Yeah, it was Very good. But the first one was a lot better. And also, I just, they definitely set it up for a third one. It just was like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It definitely missed John Krasinski being in, like, the lead. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Killian Murphy's great, but... Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It is also a meh movie. Was The Quiet Place 2 the one we did the double feature with, Conjuring? Yes. It was. Okay, I was thinking, I could not remember what this... So maybe that's why they... No, they both were pretty just, like, okay movies. They're good. I recommend watching them if you haven't seen them. But I don't remember liking Conjuring Three that much. I just, I just really love those movies in general. I like, love them in those. movies. I think that's what yeah. it is. Like I, so I did like it. It wasn't my favorite, obviously. Uh, the story was dumb. Nothing could beat like the first Conjuring, but God, that is such a good movie. That first one. Yeah. yeah I don't care how inaccurate it is. <laughs> um, and then my worst movies. I feel bad even saying like movies are bad but we've talked about this before um and i said this last night the matrix 2 (laughs) (laughs) the worst movie of 2003 and 2022 i know that it didn't come out this year but i finally watched the full matrix trilogy but you can't say this bad because you don't know what was going on i literally don't understand what happened and i just can't stop like but i can't stop thinking about how i just i just wasted two hours of my life or whatever and I don't know. Well, it's what. all laid out. It could have been the first movie and the third movie. And then the new Matrix, which I also saw. So I'll put that as a meh movie also. Reloaded. We'll, somebody, we will re, we will rewatch. Say that five times. We will rewatch Reloaded together and I will exp, I will mansplain our way through that movie. Okay. I will allow the mansplaining okay. for that. All right. Um, <laughs> but only for that. Never anything else. Don't have a choice. Um. So the Matrix Resurrection. Yeah, if I had a worse list, that would be on there. We rewatched it. I rewatched it with you. That was your first viewing, and I liked it a little bit better once, like the um, the cold water effect of what that movie is had kind of gone away. But I still, I just probably not the worst movie, but like the biggest letdown. I would put it on on my like meh list. I did not hate it, but I. I don't, I'm not a Matrix fan and I have to just like put that aside. Like these movies aren't necessarily made for everyone, but as somebody who didn't really understand the second Matrix movie and 
I did really like the first one, and the third one was fine. This was just fine. Like, I don't know what the, why, again, why was this being made? Keanu Reeves ain't hurting for money right now. Like, well, Lana Lachowski came out and said, um, well, um, her and her sister, they were going to do it regardless. Right. Well, Warner Brothers. So that, yeah, they worked that meta joke into the movie. They they were going to do it with or without her. But, um, her and her sister did the original trilogy together and their, I believe their parents or one of their parents just recently died and the other sister didn't want to sign on. They're just like, I have no interest in going back to the matrix right now like yeah i just need to you know work through this and lana like that was her therapy like to go back okay. and redo this so that to, to that regard that i understand of- and like i said in like thoughts that i gave last week this movie is a big swing it is yeah. a huge swing and i respect her for that but it's just as far as the legacy of the matrix goes whatever that means to you because like I, i've said i'm a big fan of all three of the original movies as as a whole yeah. Most people are not. I think no. that if you didn't have any Matrix knowledge going in, like if I didn't watch those movies before watching this, I would not really, not that I wouldn't understand, but it wouldn't be as like impactful. No, of course how not. Neo and Trinity's like relationship and yeah, all that. It's, like, yeah, it's, it's a, not meant to. It's also, a... <laughs> I will say, I, I think this. What if, uh, hold on. What if we minority... call this episode Matrix Resolutions? New Year, New Year's Matrix resolutions. New Year's colon resolutions. Yes, I like okay. that. All right. <laughs> um, I did. I think I'm in the minority, but I also liked Neil Patrick Harris's character. But I, I like really him. like Neil Patrick Harris, and I think that's why I liked it. I can't take him seriously in that role. Also, a couple weeks ago, you talked about brass against was that yes yeah i was gonna bring that up <laughs> oh, okay so we we reported uh, a couple weeks ago about the uh the lead singer of brass against peeing on a guy on stage so the original this band i guess entirely they do brass covers not just brass but like brass reimaginings of rage against the machine songs yeah you told and, you talked about well no I, I didn't know if that was their entire band or not like if that's their yeah. full catalog but um the the first matrix ends neo takes off into the sky to uh wake up by Rage Against the Machine, yeah. which is the coolest one chord riff oh, yeah. we, like, you'll out ever hear. It's one chord. Over, yeah. It's one chord the entire time. <laughs> awesome. Awesome stuff. So this movie ends with the Brass Against version of that. Yeah, which was very cool. Like, yeah, yeah, it was cool. Cool callback. Cool. Minus the P. You know, no P. <laughs> kind of gross. Um, so... Also on moving down the worst list. So I will say Matrix, whatever it's called, <laughs> Resurrection. Resurrection. <laughs> uh, I'll say that was like a meh movie for me. It was fine. I could have done without it, but it wasn't like, it wouldn't put it on my worst list. No, so even like, I have to call BS on that. So knowing how that movie ends, right? No, we're not going to go into detail, but you having now seen it, would you say that ending sets up for Absolutely. new chapters? They, they're all coming out and saying like, we have zero plans for that. Yeah, no, it absolutely so really, makes it seem what like What in the hell was the point of this then? Yeah. Because you're clearly setting up something greater, but you're Either not going to follow through on it. It's supposed to be like, like a hopeful ending. Or in another 20 well, years, yeah, they I just guess, will but decide that was, to... But that's how the third one ended. There was a new version of The Matrix, and there was it was a whole brand new thing. The architect and the oracle had their talk or whatever, and that yeah. was it. 
ended on a good foot. This truly is pointless. Yeah. But I I don't know. It was fun while I watched it after I was kind of like, okay, that was a movie. That was a thing. So that is also, I forgot about this movie too. Um, you hated, I believe, Vacation Friends. Yeah, that was, really, that was real bad. I put it on my worst list, but I enjoyed it while I was watching it. And I would say, give it a shot. It's funny. It's a good, like, sit on your couch, watch a movie movie. But, like, it's not the best movie ever. God, like, who is that guy? We looked up his name. Whoever the lead character is in that movie, just the most insufferable person <laughs> I've seen in a movie in a very long time. He's oh. supposed to be like that, but just like, Excuse me. Whatever, whatever, go on. All right. Also on the worst, mm-hmm. Malignant. Yeah, real bad. <laughs> real, real bad. And uh, one more. Can you guess? It's not Malignant. Uh, <laughs> for you? Was it something that I liked that you hated? No, you didn't like it either. Did we see it in the movie theater? No. Hmm. Clifford? It's the entire core. Oh, Clifford, I would put on my mail list. It was really cute and fun. I wouldn't say it was the best movie I saw this year, but um, it's like the core of our podcast. Oh, Fast Nine. Oh, (laughs) shit. Nine. (laughs) God. I see that. I hadn't even thought of that movie. That's how little I think of that. I know. Oh, that was the first time I said fuck all episode. I was trying. (laughs) Damn. Um, so moving on to TV. I didn't really, I don't watch a whole lot of TV to begin with. What Marvel shows came out this so, year? All of them. Um, oh. well, no, well, WandaVision technically started in the tail end of last year, I think. Okay. So actually, no, 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 no. Uh, it did start in January because it was like episode. I mean, you know what it was because to make the. When my dad was in the hospital, we were watching like episode three or something yes, like that. Yes, and when you had COVID, we FaceTimed and watched an episode. Yes, so it yeah. was like very early that was in January. February. Yes. Yeah. So, so the, I have WandaVision on here as like my number one out show. Out of all the Marvel shows that came out. By far the best. WandaVision was my favorite. Set the bar real high and then everything else that came after was kind of like, eh. I really enjoyed Loki, but also Loki is my favorite Marvel character. So... Yeah. These shows well, are kind of like Captain America, but Loki is my favorite Marvel character. So like, I feel like he didn't get enough like justice. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he's clearly going to have a whole arc yes. with this whole Kang thing. So now. I, that's, I would put that as my second favorite only because only not because I liked it better, but only because it, he's my favorite. I guess then I, would, I would put Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I'd put Loki second, but a distant second from WandaVision. But I put that and Falcon and the Winter Soldier almost on par with each other because Falcon yes, and Winter that's Soldier. What I, that's what I would say. They're pretty. And I, also, Sebastian Stan, love. But the show really did get preachy yes. at times, which can be off putting to some and other people like it. Whatever. You like what you like. But the opening sequence of Falcon and Winter Soldier, when Falcon's flying in and out of the canyons yeah, and everything, that, that was, was so cool. the most cinematic thing that they've done in all of these shows. Yeah. Like that looked amazing. But like amazing. Uh, amazing. But like these shows in general, like I brought it up before with the Harry Potter thing. I feel like I'm using this term a lot the past couple episodes, like diluting the brand. Yeah. And we've talked about that with the MCU. So there's so many movies, there's so many shows, and like you could feel it with these shows. Yeah. WandaVision, no, not so much, because it was a very isolated incident, like literally. And everything else, just I don't know. Some I can't 
quantify exactly what I have wrong with these things. I do enjoy them, but I just feel lazy. Like, no, I don't know. That is almost how it feels lately. Like They're just kind of throwing it out there. Like, it's Marvel. You're going to watch it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, oh, there's... You know, if you don't watch this, you won't know what's going on with this, this, and this. Like, Which is but, bullshit because, like, Kevin Feige has come out and said a million times, like, oh, we're never going to directly correlate, like, the TV shows with the movies. But, like, they you literally, literally are. are doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, really. Like, if you are. never watch WandaVision and you're going to go into multi uh, Multiverse of Madness, they're talking about Westview. You're like, what the hell is Westview? Yeah. What's the Darkhold? Yeah, he literally who's, says... Who's this Agatha lady? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, they're her show, like... I don't know. Which is so, completely reactionary, which is something Marvel doesn't do. Yeah, they wouldn't have made it if people didn't love her. No. So, the Friends reunion happened this year. Mm-hmm. Technically, I guess that would count as like a movie because it was again just like this Harry Potter one was like two I'd hours long. I call it a TV and, thing, but I would call that a television thing because it's based on the television show. Yeah. Um, I went all into that when that came out so i'm not going to talk too much about it now but it was i loved it um i started watching supernatural this year i finally have made it to episode uh not episode season five <laughs> i feel like on monday i just watched it all day long and i feel like i made no progress and tuesday <laughs> i finally got to season five episode one i was like oh my god i only have 10 more seasons left <laughs> it's Jesus. good but it's so like i can't Get it's it. very like mo- you know like monster of the week. That's what deal. burnt me out on Lucifer, and that's why. Well, that's on my list too. That's why it's taking like so. I don't know how people can binge watch things that are twenty five episodes a season. Like, is there an actual like ongoing story yes. throughout that though? Yes, like, there is. Okay, but I I feel like I get I get like spurts. Like I'll want to watch like five episodes in a row, and then I won't watch it for like three weeks. And you're just exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> so. Um, the Witcher season two came out. I put that on my list only to kind of remind myself to watch it because <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done that yet. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Lucifer, we still haven't finished that. Detective. We'll <laughs> um, the circle I got into this year, I watched all three seasons loved <laughs> and Jersey shore family vacation loved. Um, uh, oh. that, comes back this week the 6th or the 7th it comes back hmm. um all right yeah cool i am also i finally tried snooki's wine and she says it doesn't give you a hangover and that is a lie <laughs> what's the the tower <laughs> the creator memes like so that was a fucking lie <laughs> <laughs> i had like two glasses and i woke up and i had the worst headache the next day <laughs> I I still got white claw headaches. Yeah, I think also I didn't really like eat anything like all day long, so I think that probably you know probably had something to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So for my TV, I don't have a whole lot, but we we talked about the Marvel stuff, so that kind of just dominated my television yeah. viewing for the year. Oh, did the but, Mandalorian um, happen? No, 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 no. That was the tail end of 2020. Yes. Okay. Um. And I know this came out in 2020, but I didn't watch it until 2021, so suck it. But uh, Andy Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Yeah. Rules my brain still. Six episodes of like a 25-minute show, and it's just like we were all day, literally every day. walking through Acme today going, Blair Boyant, the Blair Boyant. 
<laughs> tiny little mouse. Yes. Tiny little mouse. Every single day we made on Christmas Day, somebody said something and said like he's a tiny little man and, and you we, and i like, looked at each other across the, of the kitchen room, like oh, tiny little that? man <laughs> and then, oh what were we watching we woke up in the hotel room and i'm oh ant-man was on and yeah. he was like he was, he was tiny tiny little man <laughs> it's, it's if you have not watched that show please just do yourself a favor go watch either not even the show just anything they do on youtube or their sp- podcast specifically if you go on youtube and type in like haven't you done well Auntie Donna, because there's a whole series of those videos, and they are all, so so. Funny. I looked it up on IMDb just to see like what the or no um Wikipedia just to see what the actual like, premiere date of it was. Yeah, and their production company, guess what it's called? Uh, I know, but haven't you done well productions? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, um, they are just so funny. They have yeah, a, like amazing. a whole group of videos i probably talked about it before they're called haven't you done well and they're basically like they're just they're so like excessive they're like it, it a literally that's comedy it. group but it's so funny the one the, the, the one suntan lotion is about like it's broden's birthday and they get him a 30 dollar bottle of wine and they just <laughs> keep talking about how it's a 30 dollar bottle of wine and how you have to decant it first and then like <laughs> but they have- swirl it and so all the time they, he says, I'm swirling, boys. I'm swirling. Well, in an Australian accent. I'm swirling, boys. I'm swirling. Yeah, that was, that and was I bad. say it all the time. I'm like, I'm swirling, boys. I'm swirling. All the time. Probably every time I take a drink of anything. And like, nobody ever knows what I'm talking about. And I just. <laughs> On this podcast, every single time I go, like, yes, that's a Broden <laughs> <Yes>. thing. <laughs> no, you get it. But people listening are probably like, why is he talking like that? <laughs> I love Broden. Um. Can I drink it now, please? So, also, Mark's girlfriend. Oh. Mark is a member of Andy Donna. Mark's a member of Andy Donna. What's her name? Natalie, Natasha, Naomi. Naomi Higgins hmm. had a show on that came out on Netflix. Well, it wasn't on Netflix. Well, she's was, a popular comedian too, isn't she? Yeah, it was. Um, It's called Why Are You Like This? And it's only six episodes, I think. And they're like, they're short. They're like 25 minutes to a half hour. And it's just about like a girl and her friends. Like she has like a, a gay best friend and like a another girl. And they, it's just, it's very like real, like real friendships are like this, but it's so funny. And I think I watched that when I had COVID. Um, oh, I forgot also How the Space hell? Jam. Oh, God. <laughs> That's below bad. That's just... I liked it. But, but people have pointed out, and they're not wrong. The Matrix? The Matrix and Space Jam 2 have the exact same story. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah? <laughs> um. Also, I put this in TV only because it's on Netflix, and I guess I didn't feel that it was a movie. I also could have put this in my music category, Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham's Inside. That has shaped my entire year. What would you call that? So, like, that's not... It's not a comedic thing. No, it's a comedy special. I just... It's not... It's it's funny at parts. But, like, a lot of things are funny in parts. It's not a stand-up comedy routine thing. It's not skits. It's songs. It just... Like, it's just, like, an art demonstration, I guess. (laughs) I don't know what the hell to call it. 
Because like someone was talking about on the John Campia show, which by the way, uh, got a. I I so I just went to go grab my sweater to show the microphone the logo <laughs> that I'm wearing. I, <laughs> she I got me. It happened. Brittany got me a John Campia show hoodie, and it's probably the the best hoodie I've had in a long time. Not even kissing your ass, but like inside, it's great. It's warm. Fits me well, but it is a cat hair magnet. Yeah. I've never lint rolled so much. In my I actually, life. so I, a couple weeks ago, bought myself the Bo Burnham vinyl inside. Um, and then I bought a sweatshirt and it just says inside on the front. And then it has like him on the back mm-hmm. standing outside the house, but it's like a cartoon, whatever. I purposely, every time I pick up Kylo, I take it off because <laughs> it's the same thing. For some reason, that specific sweatshirt just attracts cat hair. Like, it is bad. I don't know. So that has like shaped half my year. I love it so much. It is very good. I I don't know. I laugh, I cry, I just I sing. Getting I love up, it. Sitting up, I turned thirty this year, so it's like especially work. close to me. <laughs> That's all I really have for TV. I didn't really watch much. I mean um these are um both streaming service things, but uh First one, I forgot the name of the special, and I forgot to write it on my list, but it popped in my head while we were recording. Uh, Dave Chappelle's latest special. Oh, yeah. Controversial. Yeah. I understand. Don't hold it against me, but I've just, I've, like, much like how you have grown up with Harry Potter, I grew up with Dave Chappelle, yeah. which is probably why I, I curse as much as I do. <laughs> I mean, I've just been surrounded by vulgar language. But um, it was just hilarious. He's just gets funnier and funnier to me. Like, yeah. I just, that brand of comedy, like him, Jim Jeffries, that whole, like, just offensive comedy or just true comedy whatever you want to call it it just works for me but um i hope he keeps doing what he's doing and then um my last thing the uh the south park post covid specials that have been on paramount plus there's only two of them yes and i fell asleep they are we were watching the second one and i i need to finish it because it was so funny like i don't know how they've been able to stay as consistently funny for this long so i are they ever gonna go back to making the show like normally I think when they do, they signed on for season 30, the yeah. same time that they signed on for those 14 South Park movies with Paramount Plus. Okay. So these are, these have been two of those movies. So they're like an hour in length each, I want to say. So they're going to just correct be. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we got Paramount Plus specifically to watch these, correct? Correct. <laughs> I mean, actually, Paramount Plus has a pretty good catalog, too. I was yeah, flipping through it. I mean, their original stuff doesn't look all that great. Like that Marky Mark movie, um, Inf- Infinite, is on there, and I heard that was pretty bad. But um, I don't know. Those stuff, they had Beowulf on there. I watched that. I hadn't seen Beowulf in oh, forever. that's what you watched it on? Yeah. I was yeah. wondering the other day. Awesome movie. Um, But yeah, so that was everything I had for the, uh, the TV. I haven't watched a, a whole hell of a lot of it. Yeah, so that's that's all three of those things. Two you just said and what I said are, I don't know if I would consider them movies or what, but I just categorized it in TV because it's on Netflix and it's easy to get to. I don't know. And so like to that though, like putting this list together has made me like come to a realization like I need to consume more content. Yeah, that's like, one of I put that as one of my New Year's resolutions. Like it's gonna be one of mine too. But like the movies because there was so much. I went through like. All, well, most of the movies I just Googled, like movies that came out in 2021, albums that came out in 2021, books that were released in 2021. I've got three like, albums that came out this year. One of, and the fourth one that was from last year that I only heard this year. Like that, if I, I only have four things for my music, like that's right. bad. That's right. Exactly. I was like, how did I not even hear that? So, and like I said, the list of 
I, there's always stuff that I want to watch, but like I, I always keep a list of things and it's just growing and growing. So moving on to music. All right. I'm going to eat my words on this one because I was knocking on this thing from the second I heard it was coming out and every single that they said, I talked a bunch of shit on, but I listened to the album and I loved it. The, um, the Ice Nine Kills, Welcome to Horrorwood. Oh, I forgot. How did I not even put that on here? And I still stand by what I said. The singles are dog shit. Yeah. I do not listen to them. I skip yeah. right over them. But everything else in the album is fantastic. Like, if you're an Ice Nine Kills fan, of course. Yes. But it's like them. Like they really actually, good. like, they honed in and, like, tightened up, like, the movie theme thing. Because, like, some of the some of the time when they did it on the last album was a little bit over the top. Yeah. And that's what I didn't like about their singles. But there's some... Genuinely, to, sorry awesome if you heard that. I'm here. trying to drink a lot of water to rehydrate myself From after crying it all out. I cried out every water cell in my body. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, my eyes were like already. I have, I've, I'm gifted with being a ginger. So, like, when you gifted cry, <laughs> when I have one tear, when I have one tear come out of my eye, my whole face is like a tomato for the rest of the day. But, like, I was crying so much at my eyes. Look at me. My eyes are literally like so puffy already. Like what? The, what do you? My face is like a tomato. What do you mean? Like red? Yeah, my face gets oh, okay. so red. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. But my <laughs> eyes are so puffy already. I'm trying. That's why I like I washed my face before I was. So like, that's what sucks about going to movies with you. Like, I was like holding an ice pack on my eyes before because like I know tomorrow I'm gonna wake up with like golf ball size. Yeah. Eyes. So you'll just have a cry fest over something dumb or something yeah. like that, and then the next day your eyes are all swollen up. And we'll go out food yeah. shopping or get food or something together, and I'm. Like towering over you, they're probably like, "Oh God, that poor girl." It's especially <laughs> great when I have to go to work in the morning. I wa- the night a couple, like right before Christmas, we watched Elf. Oh yeah. And I went to work the next day. And my eyes were so puffy, and <laughs> a couple people were like, "Are you all right?" I was like, "Yeah, um, I watched Elf last night, and then I have to explain like <laughs> that I cried everything, and you know, I'm a mess. That's it." All right, next. <laughs> um, I'm just going to get this out of the way. It was my favorite thing of the whole year, and I'm pretty sure it was one of yours. Uh, Sob Rock. Yep. John Mayer. Yes. That was um, the one of the vinyls you got me for Christmas. Yes. Um, we listened to that probably first, right? Mm, I Christmas think morning? so, yeah. I think it was it. Um, still holds up. It's just Yeah, we definitely So did. good. We were listening to it while... No, we didn't, actually. We listened to Christmas music, which I was surprised. That's right, yeah. yeah. But, but um, we... Um, we were listening to it on the ride home from Atlantic City this morning. Just like it's so good. It's if you like, if you like so yacht rock, good. so so good. Um, so yeah, that that took the the seat for the best this year. Um, next, this is kind of like it's not new, but it's it's literally called reimagined. But um, I listened to a band called Fire from the Gods. You know them? Yeah. They did an EP, um, like a reimagined version of some of the songs of their last album, American Sun, and. It's like a just it's four acoustic versions or just like there's even like a more hip hop version of one yeah. of their songs. Actually, the song American Sun. And I just I love it. Their music. That's a band that you like play in the car all the time. Mm-hmm. And I put because of that, like I, I ended up putting them like on my workout playlist. Like they're they're really good. Uh, yeah. And it's not something that I generally would like choose for myself to listen to. But they're very good. Now you and I, we have very different different tastes in music. When mostly, uh, yeah, I th- yeah, I think so. At least when it comes to the more like alternative genres. Oh yeah, for sure. 
hear that dang emo stuff. Um, uh, my last one, like I said, I had something from 2020 that I discovered this year. Um, tickets to my downfall machine gun, Kelly. Yep. I, I didn't like, realize that even came out last year. I mainlined that. I know. <laughs> and it's your fault. No, it's not. It's, it's Colby's fault. fault. It's Colby's fault. I had never heard it until you listened. You made me play it. That's, Actually, that's, that's a lie. No. I never heard it until we were at their house. You showed me that um the Forget Me Too song. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. We watched the music video at their house. Conversation's over. I'm not doing this. We watched the music <laughs> video at their house because we watched the... um. We were talking about Travis Barker, and then you and I listened to it on the way home that night, that day. Hmm. I don't remember it. I had way. never heard it before that. I don't believe you. I promise. I don't believe you. So, John Mayer Sabrock is a thousand percent at the top of my list this year, <laughs> um, but just some little honorable mentions. Oh, I forgot Adele. Oh, that's what I'm about to say. Oh, shit. Adele's 30 album came out. Um, it's called 30, if you didn't get that. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it, I think, but you got me that vinyl for Christmas. I actually, we we opened them at the same time because I was like, I have a feeling we got each other the same thing. Like, I thought you had gotten Sabrock also. No, so, but <laughs> you could see how that made sense, though. Like, you definitely would buy me the Adele record, and I definitely would buy you the John yes. Mayer record. So, like, we were oh, both that like, was the other thing. We were so, both staring at each other, like, did we buy in the same fucking on record? my <laughs> list? Was uh, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga made another album together? Yes, and I bought you that vinyl too. But really, I you bought, bought it for, for myself, <laughs> <laughs> but I knew that you would like it. So, yeah, you know, win win. <laughs> I gave you a gift, but I also get to use it. Um, the Killers Pressure Machine album came out. So, <clears throat> while we're on the topic of the Killers, I was so excited in July <laughs> that I got tickets to see them for October first, and then I later found out that <laughs> that is my cousin's wedding date. So obviously, I need to go to the wedding. So I'm trying to figure out how to sell those tickets. Um. Because for some reason on Ticketmaster, it like won't let me do it. But luckily, because we're both going to be on vacation that week, they're going to be in Philly on September 27th. And I got tickets for that. The seats are garbage, but the seats for Madison Square Garden were also garbage. But I was like, we were when we watched Don't Look Up, you asked me what would be... We were talking about like if you knew you only had a certain amount of time, like... What would mm-hmm. you do if you knew the world was ending or whatever? Like, what would you do? And then a question came up, like, what would be the last concert you went to? And I was like, well, obviously the killers. And then I got like all sad because we're not, I'm not going to that concert. So I, <laughs> I went and looked and this previously sold out concert now has tickets available. So I was like, you know what? I The tickets are supposed to come in the mail and they haven't come yet. So I'm not, not going to like. They take a while. I've gotten mail be... and tickets before. They take a little while. Also, it's a holiday week. It's like, you know, so not going to get my hopes up too much right now, but especially with all this new like COVID stuff going on, but it's just a potential (laughs) that we're still going to see them anyway. So that's exciting. Which by the way, so you just brought up that thing. Like we had the conversation, um, you know, if the world was going to end, what were you going to do? Yeah. So we came up with, um, our, our credo for 2022. Well, I said it, and then you like you're like I like that. Where that's gonna be the, the vibe for 2022, and so this is the vibe for 2022. Just fucking do it. 
Yep. That's it. Like, yep. if you're thinking about doing something, just fucking do it. I read a thing that was like, uh, don't worry about the money. Like, travel, go on vacation, do buy the thing for yourself. Because when you die, like, nobody's asking for, nobody's counting up how much money they have when they die. Mm-hmm. They're thinking about their experiences that they've had in their well, life. Like, and, like, that was a very... I don't know, just Hit a lot home. of things that happened this year. And like you mm-hmm. said that and it really was like, just hit me a little. No, but like, you know, be responsible, obviously. Well, you know, yeah. You, if you have bills or. I'm not going to blow my whole savings to go to. <laughs> but look, if Australia if a, right now, although I was really looking. Is that it. where you would go if that, like, if the world's going to end, you're going to go to Australia? No. Not if the world was ending. I was going to say, that's I would, pretty lame. I, but Italy I'm pretty sure Australians would tell you, like, nah, don't do it. <laughs> Italy and Australia have always been on my list of Italy, places I, I want to go. But too. lately, because of all the Australian content that I consume, <laughs> I really would like to go there. It is funny. Like, for almost everything you listen to is Australian. I know. It's disgusting. <laughs> the other day, that... Like, even the American... Like, I don't know about that. Like, it's an Australian podcast. Well, yeah. it's an Australian guy. <laughs> yeah. Jim Jeffries is Australian. Like... Most of the stuff I listen to. Planned broadcasting, all Australians. Yeah. Oh my God, they're they're uh, rewi- re- rewiring your brain. <laughs> Literally, Australian sleeper cell. <laughs> I went to the zoo and they added like a whole Australian part to the zoo. They have kangaroos and emus now. Yeah, they have giant four foot long spiders there. No. They have birds that dive down to you and try to murder you. Yes. In they have the, those uh, there? No. But they have um oh, the, the birdhouse. Uh, what's it called? The um shit, what do they call those? Uh like an aviary? Yes, 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 yes. It's called the world of birds. That's what it's called there. It's really just a small house. But it's terrifying. It's I'm I'm afraid of birds in case anybody didn't know. Um also Lord's Solar Power album came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Lord. That's not a big surprise. Uh, Taylor Swift has released a couple of her own, re-released a couple of her versions. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Taylor Swift's versions of her albums are. She re-recorded out. her own stuff. Thank you. <laughs> They're coming out. Um, I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm not really at all. But because of that, like the this is gonna sound corny, but like the empowerment thing from that, I have listened to them. At least once all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, and Elton John's lockdown sessions, the one that he like collaborated with all those people on. Yeah. Um, that's up there for me. Also, Mayday Parade had another album come out. I don't even know what the <laughs> yeah, just, what it's called. Who cares at this point? <laughs> Sorry, guys. If you listen I know, to this. It's horrible, but Sorry. Um Yeah. So I have some books if you were done with your music. Oh, yeah. yeah I, so, I listen to nothing this year. I, I still listen to the same albums I've been listening to since like 2008. I will say most of these books did not come out this year. This These are just my favorite books from what I read this year, last year. It was yesterday, so I'm saying this year. <laughs> um, firstly, Seth Rogen, his book, Yearbook, came out. And I actually like laughed out loud reading it. I told we were just talking about this the other day. Like, it's so funny. It's very good. It's just a collection of like short stories and essays about his life. And it is just so good. So, so good. 
Um, so good. So the, good. A couple weeks ago, I discussed where the crawdads sing. People kept, I, people kept telling me to read it, and I finally started reading it, and I was like, I'm really not interested. Like, I don't understand what the hype is about. When I tell you I finished this book the other day and actually cried, I it was it ended up being so good. Again, uh, is that the only way I know how to describe anything? So good, so good, it's so good. <laughs> but it really Must have was been that amazing performance of Sweet Caroline you saw last night. <laughs> it really was good. Um, I read a, a lot of books by the author Darcy Coates. That was like an accident that I picked up one of her books because I thought it looked good, and it was a, just a an easy read. Um, the first book that I read last year was by Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark, which are the hosts of the My Favorite Murder podcast. So that is a podcast that I have been subscribed to forever, but I didn't actually start listening to until the beginning of 2020. So I am still playing catch up because there's like 400 or something episodes, but I didn't, I bought the book and I purposely had been putting off reading it until I felt like I was caught up enough to just in case there was like references in the book from the podcast and stuff. So their book is called stay sexy and don't get murdered, which is what they say at the end of every episode and every live show. Like it's just one of those, one of their things that they say all the time, um, so that was very, again, very good. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first book I read last year. It's just um, a memoir, I guess. It's like, again, life stories from them and how they got into true crime and stuff. It's a true crime podcast. I probably could have said that before. Um, I also read a book called The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelides, which I talked about on the podcast very uh it's got a good uh twist ending um when i had covid i read the magic strings of frankie presto by mitch album 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 <laughs> i think so wrote tuesdays of more that guy um again i talked about that when i finished reading it it's it was just very like it hit home a lot mm-hmm. i don't think I don't think a lot of people would like it as much as I did. Um, well, yeah, there was. That's the one my sister recommended. To yeah. You, right? Yeah. Okay. But it was very. Uh, I don't know. It's like definitely one of my favorite books ever, I think. Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. I also this year went to we were at Books a Million one one of the many times <laughs> that I've gone there and I decided I have a thing for like a classic novel. Like I've read almost all of them. One of my favorite books of all time, we've talked about it before, is Dracula. Mm -hmm. Actually, Dracula is probably tied for like one of my favorite books. And also The Grapes of Wrath is like top 10. I just love it. Um, I... So I realized I had never read anything by Agatha Christie and there's a lot of like her content being made. Mm-hmm. So in February, when we went to the Poconos, I read Murder on the Orient Express and I read it in like two hours. Like I just, once I started, I couldn't put it down. It was so good. I'm, my New Year's resolution is to use better words than so good. <laughs> I'm going to buy at the source. 
I'm going to buy a thesaurus and sit it next to me. Um, But I also that day bought the book Death on the Nile, which I did not know was being made into a movie this year. Well. Or is already a movie, but it's coming out. Are you aware of that whole situation? So that no. that movie's been done. Well, so I started reading it today because that originally was going to be the first book I read of this year. Yeah, Death on the Nile. Also, there's a um, there's a podcast group I'm in. It's a Great Mates mm-hmm. book club, and they read a different book every month, and that was the first book. So I had already picked that to be my first book of the year. Also, uh, just so happens, and it just so happened that that's the one they picked. But now, like, screw that. I'm reading Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> I'll be done with that tomorrow. So, so the um, the Death on the Nile thing, though. So that movie got filmed and was done. It's been in the can for like over a year That's now. That's what I thought. Army Hammer is like the lead in the movie. I did know that. So there's I that whole... Know. But it's coming out this well, year. Well, they're quietly just going to dump it so, and let it get released. That's fine. I'll watch it. Yeah. But like there was that whole argument for a while. Like, okay. Is he a cannibal? Well, no. They're like, what the hell do Should we do we with this movie? Out? Yeah. Um. So I just think... As much as I love to read a new book, like something that is there a spider on you or something? What's happening? I think a splinter. He just freaked out for a second. What the hell is this? <laughs> um, as much as I love to read a new book, like something that just came out, like that, the book I was just talking about, uh, where the crawdads sing. Yeah. That's also being made into a movie, I believe this year. All right. Um. I love, like, like I said, like a classic. I just something about, like, it's, if you read, when I read Murder on the Orient Express, it's like a, a Poirot novel. Yeah. Detective novel. So, like, the it's, Knives Out, like, kind of launched that back into, like, the zeitgeist. And I, uh, yeah, that might be why I bought them. Because the one podcast I listened to, which... My next thing is podcasts, so I'm just going to go into it because those those were my favorite books of the year. So I'm a little disappointed with the the little disappointed with myself. I had um one of my somebody I work with told me I should download the app Goodreads, which I had ne- I had heard of it before, but I never used it. So basically, you use it to track the books that you read, and you can like rate them. <clears throat> so because this has happened to me before. If you, like, read a book, you'll, you know, and then go to the bookstore and be like, have I ever read this? You can just look on the app and see if you've read it before. Yeah. Um, you can also, like, be friends with people on there so you can see what they're reading and you can suggest stuff to people. And you also set a reading goal every year. So I set my reading, my New Year's resolution last year was to read more. So the year prior, so 2020, which you would think I... You would think I had more time, but really I didn't. I only read like 15 books, which is not a lot for me. Like, so in the grand scheme of that, that was when 2019 was when I started keeping track of the books that I read, but I write them all down. I didn't keep track on this app. So 2020, I read 15 books. I don't know how many I read in 2019, but this year, 2021, I read my goal was 50, which is a lot. It's aggressive. It's a lot. For somebody who doesn't really have a lot of free time, like that's a lot. But I read 26 books. So those are my favorite of the 26. I just made it to the halfway mark. 
this year I will read 50 books. I already set it as my goal on Goodreads. I will hit 50. And if and I don't I, hit 50, I will I, at least 40. Set the bar to I'm low. Set, set your bar to low of like 43 and a high of like 50. I'm setting. I already set it to 50. All right. Okay. So, and I'm gonna watch 100 movies this this year. 100 yeah. 100 movies I haven't seen so before. So that I'm gonna um. No, not 100. Sorry. No. Was it? Did I say 100? 100. Yeah. Yeah, it's two new movies a week. Yeah, that's fine. <sighs> We're gonna watch like five tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, five Harry Potter movies you want to watch. <laughs> no, we'll talk about that when we get to our resolutions. So, my favorite podcasts of the year are really my favorite podcasts in general and i talk about them all the time but i'm going to suggest them so that way next year when i do this i won't say the same things <laughs> um so my favorites are do go on it's three people every week they pick a topic and they do a, like a report on it basically and that is where i have gotten most of my like random knowledge from from that <laughs> Matt has a podcast called Primates, uh, which it's I've definitely slide. talked about before. So they he it's on like a hiatus. Like he did a hundred episodes and then said this is it. And then when the Umbrella Academy came out, they did an episode for each episode of the show, and then they stopped for a while. And then they did the Ape Titty Slide episodes. Um, so but the Ape Titty Slide episodes were all this year. So. That was a a big which, deal by the this way, <laughs> when I was out last minute Christmas shopping for you on Christmas Eve, a tradition. Um, <laughs> I was in line at Books a Million. You spotted it from a mile away, just the the wood, I guess. The shelf, but um, yeah, they had one of those weird NJ magazines or whatever, and dead on the face of weird NJ, the ape titty slide. <laughs> um. Also, Dave from that podcast from Do Go On has a podcast called Book Cheat which I didn't start listening to until this year. So it's been around for a couple years, but I, I'm almost caught up. I have like 10 episodes left, I think, until I'm completely caught up. But it's every month or every other month, he picks a book, and it's normally like a classic book. Like, um, He's done like a lot of Shakespeare. He's done The Grapes of Wrath. He's done dracula they did he did frankenstein that was like my favorite episode of that podcast um and basically just sits down with like one or two other people and like tells the story and it's basically like uh what's that called like cliff notes yeah and he the tagline of the show is literally i read the book so you don't have to but and a lot of people i guess he has like no cursing and stuff on that show because teachers recommend it sometimes which i thought (laughs) was kind of cool um also the weekly planet we both love it's yep. uh that, that's what started it all for you every one that i've said so far is australian <laughs> um that really did start it all for me so james and meso they are two guys they talk about comic books and movies and tv shows and basically Shooting every butthole basically the same stuff that we talk about but they pretty much hate everything. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> everything that I like, they pretty much hate, but it's whatever. Um, also, from that, James and his wife, Claire, do a podcast his called... His less successful podcast. ...called Suggestible, and they... It's 
every episode is only a half hour long and they both go back and forth and suggest things that they're like reading or watching or listening to whatever um that's that's where i've gotten a lot of music lately Hmm. claire suggests a lot of stuff that like we have a lot of the same tastes i feel um also (laughs) she then has a podcast which i've talked about called taunts um She's a very good, like, she's a very well-spoken person. Yeah, she's so like she does really, good communicator. She does really well, like, um, interviewing people. So that's just, if you ever want to feel, like, a little uplifted, she's she's really good at that. Um, and my last Australian is Jim Jeffries' podcast, I Don't Know About That. Did yes. that start this year? Um, if, no, no, because, uh, ah, it's shit, it might have. Because I started listening to it when I was out in Burlington, but I was only in Burlington for like, I got my current route. Oh, first week of April. So I've, it's tight. It might have started like just this year. Um, or well, last year now. Damn. It's happening with Snooki and Joey. Snooki's podcast with her co-host, Joey Camasta. Um, so funny. If you're interested, if you are, if you are a fan of hers or Joey, if you know who he is at all so funny um the other half of my half my vocabularies from australia half my vocabularies from them because i walk around like who said that all the time Um, is that what that's from joey yeah well it's from something else but they say it all the time joey just announced i don't know what it's called that he's going to be on a podcast of his own he also does a podcast called out and about on uh barstools network okay um one that we love to listen to together is called Pod Quiz. Talked yes. about that before. Yes, yes. Also, Quiz Quiz Bang Bang. That's a like married couple that does a trivia podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I just started listening to Suggested by Meso. Um, it's called Haleywood, and it's about Bruce Willis tried to like buy a town in yes. Iowa or something. It's I only listened to like half the first episode, and then we were going somewhere, so I didn't finish it um my favorite murder i talked about and uh, where are we here lead singer syndrome with uh shane told who's the singer of silverstein every week i think two episodes come out a week but i could it could be uh i could be wrong but he does like new releases of new releases that come out that week. And then he also sits down with another singer or another person from a band. Like he did, he's done so many episodes with people like from other bands that you and I have listened to. I yeah. think there's one with um, the guy from rise against. There's definitely one with somebody from armor for sleep. He does one with his bandmates and Silverstein. Like there, it's, that's pretty cool. If you're like, interested in music um and a podcast called bloodbath that started this year um they shouted us out in the beginning of the year i don't know if you remember that yes well not the beginning of the year when we first started um for the most part oh my i can't even believe it cult leader and obituary that's spencer henry's podcast that's a true crime one and the it's always sunny podcast Oh my God. Where they go through every episode of It's Always Sunny. And now I think that's all. So I is think. your life ever quiet at any point ever? No. <laughs> no. 
How, I, how do you um, listen to that much stuff? From the second I wake up. You know, actually, this week, Jesus. this week, I really haven't listened to any podcasts and I've been off all week. So that's weird because you would think I would listen to them all the time. But it's like, you know, from the second I get up when I'm getting ready for work, like I have one playing when I'm in the shower, when I drive. And that's why I don't listen to as much music anymore because I. Yeah, it's all podcast podcasts. So I'm going to try to cut back a little. I only had four podcasts on my list. So how I just managed to tell you every single one that I've ever listened to. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was pretty much it. Right. Um, I forgot in my news section that James Franco finally has like spoken out about. Oh, yeah. His um, situation. He basically said. I did have have sex with oh do you want to talk with about your podcasts i don't listen to 10 million podcasts like you <laughs> you listen to what john campia and i the watch the planet. john campia show i listen to the weekly planet i listen to i don't know about that um every once in a while i'll listen to an episode of a podcast with rain wilson and i forget the other guy but oh, the guy was I'm on subscribed um, to that too but i never uh, the guy was on i don't know about that um but it's called metaphysical milkshake yeah um there's like existential topics yeah and that sort of thing um every once in a while I listen to that one though and then um there's an episode so there's the show rob observations i've talked about robert meyer burnett on here before the youtuber um there's another podcast called rob observations with rob liefeld who's like a famous com- comic book artist he, cre- yeah. he created deadpool okay. um yeah he does a podcast and I, I listen to that very very occasionally but um well since i'm um, while we're on i'm see what else we got on here <laughs> I don't think I. Oh, the the Annie Donna podcast. Oh, how did is, I? How did I not say that one either? Amazing, and then um, oh no, no snitches. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Right? Okay. <laughs> uh, that's about it. All right. Yeah. Um. Also, our podcast. <laughs> well, I only listen back for editing purposes. <laughs> And just, um, so it says that somebody listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> so James Franco came out and talked about his situation. He was accused of like sexual assault and all this stuff and basically said, yeah, I did have consensual, con- <laughs> consensual sex with my students. And I said to you now this obviously in an alternate reality, if you are an adult, and James Franco approached you and you agree to that. Like, I don't understand how you can then turn around and say it was assault, but I, I'm not saying I'm not like, yes. So I'm blaming or I'm not trying to get into like a rabbit hole. In a situation like that, it's just a a purely like he said, she said type thing. Yes. Because I believe that most, a lot of the stuff against him has been dropped and he's mostly stayed out of the spotlight completely. He said he had, all these kind of addictions and stuff. And he's been clean for so like for so many years. And then he had a sex addiction and it just spiraled out of control basically. So I saw this article being shared around saying that James Franco said he'll never work with Seth, excuse me, Seth Rogen again. And that is not what he said. He said Seth Rogen's quote, which was that they have no plans to work together in the future. And it basically every article that I read was trying to make him out to be the bad guy, which he is. But 
he's not coming out to defend himself. Like he didn't speak to defend himself. He requested this interview and he said, it's time for me to like, to stop letting other people take the blame and letting other people talk from Mm -hmm. for me and to speak up from like, not speak up to speak for myself. Yeah. He's like, basically it's not fair. He literally said, it's not fair to Seth Rogen and James and Dave Franco like, it's not fair to these people to have to speak on his behalf. Yeah. And again, he's another person. He's very well-spoken. So, like, I watched the entire, thing, like, thread of interviews. Because, of course, it's in, it's broken down into, like, 25 YouTube videos instead of one long one. It's very annoying. Mm-hmm. But it's it was very interesting. Because he, does, he doesn't just talk about the like allegations against him and stuff he talks about a bunch of other stuff but it was very interesting because up until all this happened i i have always liked james franco as an actor and that obviously like soured a lot of people yeah so i I think in a situation like that excuse me um you have to no matter what side of the argument you're on you like you have to be able to separate the artist from the art to some degree yeah so like the with the the Kevin Spacey thing, like highly acclaimed actor. Yeah. Like been in some of the greatest films of all time, delivered some of the greatest performances of all time. Yeah. Did absolutely horrible things. Yeah. And we've like, talked about this on here before. Should, like, like, should that art be like omitted from history because of one person who was involved with that art project, their mistakes? Like, no, that's, that shouldn't be like Harvey Weinstein, like his company, the Weinstein company produced some of the greatest movies ever made. So they had, it's a very slippery slope. Yeah. But like, you need to be able to separate that. So you could still go back and watch James Franco's movies or his art and realize, you know, other people had that were a piece of that puzzle. It wasn't just purely James Franco. Yeah. And I, like I said, he did not talk to try to defend himself or anything. He he literally just said like, it's time. No, he for did the me. right thing. It's time for me to talk about this. He did and the right thing two years after the fact, but I think of him staying quiet. I guess like you know, it serves, yeah, it's he's, served him well. And this again, I'm not trying to like defend him or go against him. He said he's taken all this time. He's worked on himself. He's in the longest relationship he's ever had, and he's happy and healthy and whatever. And he's growing from this incident. Yeah, I was gonna say experience, but I don't want to. And it is. Call it it is. Suspect that you know nothing has come out of that investigation either. In all this time, yeah, yeah. So I mean, obviously the settlements happened behind the scenes, and which we're clearly not privy to. Yeah, but um, um typically stuff like that, like once it's public, it stays public. So yeah, uh, the last a, that one was definitely fishy. The last thing that I'll say about this like broad topic of like cancel culture and all that. You just said like Army Hammer and or before you said you were talking about Army Hammer and like separating the art from the artist. I love, excuse me, I love the movie The Social Network. Mm. When I watch that movie, I don't think Justin Timberlake ripped off Janet Jackson's boob at the uh, Super Bowl. Is that and what I happened? I thought, think, it was, I thought it popped out. Well, and he, like, covered uh, it's it. like a whole thing. I don't know. <laughs> and I don't think Army Hammer, oh, he eats people. I think. This no. is a great movie. Jerks off about eating like, people. Get it right. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I think this is a great movie. And exactly. I think that's, it's probably, it's it's the same, again, with Harry Potter. Like, a lot of people now 
are having a hard time separating the two. And like, yes, I'm not saying by liking these things that these people are right in their ways of thinking, but I've loved Harry Potter for almost as long as I've been alive. I can't just say, oh, I don't like this anymore. Because J.K. Rowling has her opinions. Yes. So it goes back. We've talked about it briefly before, though. Like it comes down to like, um, what is the point of an actor? Like, what are they there to do? They're there to yeah. be something they're not. So like, you know, when it comes to the, the trans representation or the racial representation or the any kind of like sexual re- representation in films, like there's this outcry of like, no, you need a uh, a trans actor playing a trans role or a gay actor playing a gay role, which I understand. I do. I completely yes. sympathize, yes. sympathize with that. But then also the point of an actor is to act as something that they are not. Yeah. So. I mean, this might be a very ignorant thing to say, but they didn't actually have giant talking trees be the giant talking trees in Lord of the Rings. So (laughs) (laughs) they didn't actually hire real werewolves to be in Van Helsing. They didn't get a a guy. I see Van Helsing. They didn't get an alien from Krypton to play Superman. No, they got Henry Cavill to play Superman. So like that's never not been the case. So this (laughs) whole recent thing with that, it's just, it's confusing. But um. A straight white person, so what do I know? But I, well, yeah, same. <laughs> I don't know how we got I, on this. I, like I question, existential... I question that sometimes. Your straightness. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know how we got on this like existential uh, conversation. Was that vine where they uh, they put the flower petal on top of the cat and the <laughs> prophecy is real. real or true, something like that? All right, yeah, we've been going on forever here, so like, yeah. we're, we're gonna. Um, we're gonna call this the, the the end of the episode unless you have anything else to say. Well, we have uh, BSGS. I uh, don't have any. <laughs> okay, we did kind of talk about it in the beginning, but so yeah. something cool that happened is that we checked into the hotel yesterday. So yesterday was New Year's Eve. Shane's band played. I don't think we said that, but it was fun. Whatever. Um, that was some of my GS because I kind of thought there would be no people there. I know that sounds horrible, but no, that room it ended up being sucks. like a decent crowd and it was fun and everybody was, nobody was like really on top of each other. Like, yeah, which was a concern of mine to go at all. Yeah, so, same. um, but we checked in and they gave us this like <laughs> gift little bag. welcome bag and it, it said like a cute thing on it and it had a bottle of vodka and a bottle of grapefruit juice in it. And I looked up the vodka cause I was like, it's, what is it? The brand? I don't know. Absolutely. It's like absolute elix or something, and it's made in like a copper thing from 1921. Like I just thought that was cool that it's a hun- like the thing that it's made in is a hundred years old, and I don't know. I yeah, definitely a cool gift. I mean, we don't drink vodka, but I mean, no, I was like, we'll never drink it, but we have to save the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I put um, my mom will drink it. I literally wrote fancy vodka. <laughs> um, also, this year movies came back. Yes. Yes, um, back. good thing. Um, At least for Spider-Man, nothing else. <laughs> well, yeah, but um, definitely not West Side Story. Just a little like reflection on the year. Um, overall, you know, bad things happen, good things happen. And I think some of the bad things led me to grow relationships with people who I didn't really have them before family and friends like i've gotten closer with a lot of people that i never really used to talk to ever so 
we ended on a good note. End of the year on a good note. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Also, my tea addiction has just grown and grown. Here we are. Hooray. <laughs> um, we finally got a chance to do this. Yes, we did. I know I've said it before, but like, thank you to anybody who listens, even if it's only two people. These are conversations that we have normally anyway. Our moms or whoever. It's nice to just like feel like we're not just talking to each other. Like these are conversations we would have anyway. It just takes an extra five minutes to upload it to the internet. Yeah. So like. Which are my five minutes. She never does it. No, I don't know how. Um, not for the, yeah, thank you guys of, um, dedicating any second of your time to this, whatever this is, yeah. just us <laughs> joking around. And like, <laughs> like we said, we would have had these conversations anyway. So, um, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for joining us here. Um, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. So I'm going to say a couple new year's, res- uh, not resolutions, new year's traditions from like around the world. And then we'll say some resolutions and then we will close out this first day of 2022 yes for you with you so the thing with pork roll uh, pork roll pork pork. and sauerkraut i'm not sure where it came from my mom used to say it all the time and we had it pretty much every year so we literally went to the store today i was like i'm getting pork chops and i got sauerkraut and we both had one little bite of sauerkraut because it's disgusting yeah it's hard but it's supposed to be the sauerkraut is supposed to represent like wealth like the more that you eat the more that you uh maybe should have had that lined up already I did. It just went to the top <laughs> of the prosperity. I'm sorry. And then the pork is thought to be good luck. The first reason goes back to the pig itself. In order to find food, a pig roots going forward. So like their nose pushes forward. So basically it's like yes. moving forward. And um, yes, it's good to always go forward into the next year. You don't want to go backwards. For instance, we would not eat a lobster for luck in the new year because lobsters walk backward. Similarly, we would skip chicken. Wait, what? I don't know. That's what it says. Like, like their legs move? I have no idea. That's what it says. That's what the article says. Oh, uh, okay. That's strange. <laughs> um, so in this article, it says round foods are also thought to be good luck. So that will come up again shortly. <sighs> Many cultures believe eating round foods on New Year's Eve will New Year's Eve will lead to prosperity. In Le- Italy, lentils in a New Year's New Year's dish serve the same function as the black-eyed peas in another dish, um, with their round shape representing coins. In the Philippines, it's customary to eat 12 round fruits, one for every month. Um, also in the Philippines, they don't just try to eat circles. Partygoers will wear them too. Polka dots are popular on New Year's Eve because, um, again, the circular represents coins. Um, wearing white in Brazil, uh, everybody wears white for good luck and peace. Also in Brazil, if you head to the beach, you can increase your luck by heading to the water and jumping over seven waves. You get one wish for each wave. Um, 
Christmas was banned in Soviet Russia, so New Year's became the big gift-giving holiday. Making a New Year's resolution. That's a pretty, like, worldly thing. Yeah. Smashing a plate in Denmark. Um, the more shards there are on the front of your home the next day, the luckier and more well-liked you are. Unless you are the one who has to sweep it up. <laughs> um, in Spain, <laughs> eating 12 grapes, one at each stroke of midnight. This one I thought was kind of interesting. Eating one grape at each of midnight's 12 clock chimes guarantees you a lucky year, if and only if you simultaneously eat on their significance. So every grape represents a month of the year. Mm -hmm. If you fail to, <laughs> to finish your grapes by the time the clock stops chiming, you'll face misfortune in the new year. So like if you don't eat all 12 by the time the clock is done chiming yeah. 12, you're screwed. Um, kissing at midnight, no one to kiss. It's said in Ireland that if you put a sprig of mistletoe or holly or ivy under your pillow on New Year's Eve, you'll dream of your future partner. To Greeks, onions are a symbol of good luck and fertility because they sprout even when no one is paying attention to them. On New Year's Eve, families in Greece hang bundles of onions above their doors as a means of inviting that prosperity into their home. Um, <laughs> it is also said that on New Year's Day, parents wake up their children in the morning by gently bonking their kids on the head with the onions that were outside. <laughs> in Denmark, people literally leap into January. They stand on a chair and leap off the chair at midnight. Um, and. That was really it. Oh, it's a common superstition that opening the doors and windows will let the old year out and the new year in unimpeded. So that's another thing. Leaving your windows and doors open. All right. Yeah. Cool. That's just a little fun thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking up the pork and sauerkraut one because you and I talked about it last year. And then I think I asked my mom and she sent me the thing. And that was the main thing, like that pigs dig with their nose forward. Mm -hmm. And you're going forward into the new year with a positive mindset. I also read a thing today, which I've never heard, which was hard for me because I do laundry like every day. You're not supposed to do laundry on New Year's Day because you wash out. Um, basically, it says that somebody could die. <laughs> Don't kind do laundry a, on New Year's Day or a member of the family will be washed away during the coming year. Look, there's a little lapse so in like, info there. I don't necessarily believe that, but I also was like, I'm no, just not going to. I'm not do, willing to try I'm it. not going to do laundry today. Um, also, I forgot earlier, this just happened. Joe Gatto from Impractical Jokers um, is no longer going to be in an impractical joker i don't i didn't read the yeah, article i, saw that, I saw that he posted like a big thing and then also your favorite a silverback gorilla in animal kingdom celebrates its 41st birthday very nice very nice so do you have any new year's resolutions like i told you just get my shit together i've picked up a lot of bad habits during this whole covid thing like i 
kind of wrecked my health a little bit, mm -hmm. so I kind of would like to get that back, uh, back together. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure you know everybody kind of picked up a little bit of a bad habit or two being locked yeah. down for whatever period of time and just hold. No, not making excuses. I just got to get my shit together. Yeah. Um, that uh finally gets started on like the basement. That'd be nice. Yeah, um, I put that well, on my well, list. Well, we also. already took the first step to that, so then you know, waiting for that to materialize, and then uh, build the back deck, which we talked about. Yeah. Um. Uh, and your one hundred new movies. Oh, and my one hundred new movies. Yes. yes. Not so, not not like new released movies, just movies that you've never movies seen. movies I've never seen. Yes. So tomorrow we both don't have anything to do, and I think, I hope the plan is to just have a movie day. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, we can do that. Okay. Um it's also my last day of vacation, so I really don't want to do anything. I am going to try to excuse me do this 100 new movies with you if you will have me. <laughs> if you could stay awake, sure. Um I also like I said I plan on reading 50 books. That is already a lot of time. <laughs> Just those two things alone. Um, I would like to listen to more music. I, we've talked about that before. I just feel like I've gotten so off. Like I listen to so many podcasts and then all the music on my phone is from like 2009. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to add that. I'm going to listen to less podcasts and less YouTube stuff and just listen. To I'm going to try to listen to the same amount of podcasts, but this is the thing this year. I played catch up on so many podcasts. Like, yeah, true. like I said, book cheat. I listened to like two years worth of book cheat podcasts this year alone. Yeah. So like once I'm caught up with that, I only will have to listen once a month or every other month or whenever it comes out. Mm -hmm. So like once I'm caught up and uh, my favorite murder, I still have like, 60 episodes or something to catch up on that though i go back and forth like i listen to a couple old <clears> ones <throat> and then i'll when a new one comes out i'll listen to the new one so i'm actually caught up but i'm just like back cataloging yeah everything um and then just generally like be healthier yeah <laughs> i used the peloton a lot this week i said this i said this morning which was pretty bold of me that i'm gonna try to do 10k a day like 10,000 steps um on a day like today where i don't really do anything take maybe like 10 steps today hard. No, <laughs> so i'm at 7,000 oh wow but like what am i gonna do walk around the kitchen for the next couple hours like i mean i could that's what i'm gonna do because i'm gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna fail on the first day <laughs> but um just in not just like physical health but like mental health also i yes. need to learn how to do more things for myself not in regards to you obviously but like work and stuff i just like stress too much i need yeah, to i need definitely. to be able to come home and like detach myself from that yeah and that's hard it's hard cuz i'm the boss but um even just this week i'm like not being there and not answering my phone and or when I do, I like wait to text somebody back till a couple hours go by. I like feel myself just relaxing a little. And so I need to start doing more things for myself. So yeah, same. part of the reason why I haven't uh, gotten to that 50 books this year is because I've been spending a lot of time like either stressed or just like scrolling on Instagram. So like I also think... 
less phone less shit. Less phone time. Yeah, definitely. Is a big one. So I already have a problem texting people back. I look at my phone and I'm like, oh, I'll answer that later. And then I like don't for five days. So if it gets worse, <laughs> sorry in advance. <laughs> um, But yeah, so here's to 2022. I hope everybody had a healthy, safe, happy new year, Christmas. Yes, yes, yes. Thank- and uh, I almost said Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, yeah, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving through too. the end of the holidays. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Wish you nothing but a... But- Luck and empowerment throughout your 2022. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Nike will Sorry, probably. Mom. Nike could probably. <laughs> That's the first time you've said fuck on here. That's the first time I've said it ever. What are you talking about? Oh my God. <laughs> That's the that's the motto going into 2022. Yeah, she's never said fuck before. Okay. That's how mm-hmm. we should just end. Other, every... other breaking news: water wet. <laughs> that's how we got to end every podcast this year. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Two times. <laughs> she's gonna drive right um, in. as soon as I punch. Uh, she doesn't. She won't even have to listen to the episode. She's just gonna know. She's gonna have that motherly instinct. Like she fucking said fuck. I swear to God, I'm gonna <laughs> beat the shit out. I don't care how old she is. Oh my <laughs> God, no, she's not. Um. <laughs> but also, New Year's resolution is to finally make a Facebook page for this uh, podcast. Yeah, I was gonna do it one day when you were at work, but I was, I, just, I haven't brought it up since, just to see like when you like finally just remembered it. <laughs> so I was thinking about it this morning, but I didn't. I already watched. Okay, this is my last thing, and then we're gonna go. I already watched three movies this morning. Just, I did just not to clarify, sleep. she's an enemy of the long format podcast too. Yeah, I know, and I can't stop talking. Um. <laughs> I did not sleep last night. Like you played until two. And then by the time you guys were done setting up and everything, it was like two thirty something. We went and went to bed and you fell asleep in an instant. And I turned the TV on cause I couldn't fall asleep. And so I watched knocked up and then it was just on TV and from the very beginning it was knocked up. And then what's that other one? Super bad, super bad. And then this morning I watched, Oh, Ant-Man. Another no, but it was another one of those kind of movies. I didn't necessarily watch it. It was on while I was trying to fall asleep. And then Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yeah. Yeah. And then the Harry Potter reunion. And now we're going to go make some pizzas. Well, I'm going to go make some pizza and she's going to watch Harry Potter. No, I'm going to make the pizza with you. No, you're going to go watch Harry Potter cuz I you I don't There's one cook in my kitchen. It's me. If you're cooking, you're cooking. If I'm cooking, I'm cooking. We come. <laughs> There's one cook in our kitchen. Sure. 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 All right. So. That has been. The Brittany and Chain Show. I've been Brittany. I have been Chain. Happy 2022 to everybody. Happy 2022. And um, go follow us on Instagram. Yes. We haven't rate, said that in a while. Rate, review, subscribe. Send us an email. Send us an email. gmail.com. Anything you want to say. I don't care. The Instagram is at the Brittany and Shane show. Indeed. Yes, it is. Indeed. All right. And um, thanks, guys. We'll see you uh, next week. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Just fucking. Just fucking.